0: TJ, how's it
1: hanging? Uh, a little bit to the left.
0: Yep, I'm I'm actually a bit of a righty myself. What the is going on down there? See, see. Well, I will steer us away from that by saying, "Hey, welcome to WTF at TFW." Uh, we are recording this. This was going to be our nice, relaxed post-convention podcast. Uh, Aaron, remember when that was going to be a thing?
2: Yeah, totally. And then, like, life happened a couple times.
0: Not just life. Not just life. Uh, TJ.
2: Well, then, then something else happened.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, TJ. Just quickly though, I wanted to say I, I, we talked a bit off mic, but it sounds like you had a good time at Metrocon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, that was the kind of trip I needed that weekend.
0: I'm very glad. Like, I, I'll just repeat it for the recording, but I saw you tweet a photo of the place and just basically, like, I'm home, and I was like, okay, good. Uh, because I, I know you could use the, the positive vibes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I didn't even leave the hotel, and the Unicron news dropped. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. wait a second. Give me 24 hours! Hold on! Like, I didn't even look at the Pulse page till Tuesday. Because I was like, I just don't, I don't want to go face deep into this right now. Uh... I'll, I'll go in more about how I had a good opening experience with the Unicron later, but uh, yeah, we are talking about uh, uh, buckets of news because then San Diego came by and was just like, "Hey, you know how you know how sometimes we have like you know three or four news items? And hey, what if we have more? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what we, blah,
0: just <laughs> or what, and also, what if uh, also uh, one of our news items a week before we even say it? Uh, oh, we're going to do a Rainmaker three pack. Also, someone already bought it. Okay, now we're announcing it. Blah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: already saw it." Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah, my target already has it.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll get to all that, trust me. Uh, Almost in defiance, though, I would like to start with a little brief news bit that came out of Japan, uh, which vaguely scooped a bit of SDCC for the first, like, hour. Hey, speaking of scoops, all this news then got fully revealed after sdcc anyway think of this as a a sealed envelope section i don't want to cut it out i like us talking about things we said slot flap it made me laugh this has been the editor by the way uh but a couple of studio series listings for january 2020 came out and uh they are you know things you'd expect to see stuff like mix master uh masterpiece uh movie jazz uh etc but there was also a listing at at a a deluxe price point uh there were there are two of them one of them Actually, I completely forgot was already new because the other one was exciting me more. The one that's not as exciting is Soundwave with Laserbeak as a deluxe. That seems reasonable. Um, that seems to fit in with Studio Series' whole thing. He's a car. But then the other mm-hmm. deluxe is RC Chromia and Delita 1. So I'm a little bit excited about that because Studio Series focuses on robot mode scale according to the, the CG models uh, that they used in the films. So this tells me that they're going to have three tiny bike women, which is cool. But also, if they're all in one pack, like what if finally they're finally if slot flap comes together? What if the age of the slot flap has finally? We have no pictures to operate from, so this is no. like, yeah, I mean, there's our okay, idea. Yeah.
1: They couldn't get that to work on deluxes. You really think these are what?
2: Uh... <laughs> I mean, they
1: got
0: well, devastated it would to
3: work doing... like it that, would right? Do...
2: Also, be doing it as one release, not like two or three over time
0: but yeah but yeah
1: these are, these are these are gonna be quite tiny and like we don't even know if they even had a solid idea for what that was supposed to look like
0: i mean every concept just kind of looked like three robot unicycle women smashed together into a big one so there's there's not like I, I feel like if they were to do it it's not like they really have to hide any of the robot modes you're kind of just using parts of the robot modes as more limbs and shoulder bulk, so you know I'm. I won't be mad if they don't, but uh, I do think this is pretty exciting. I mean, Soundwave with Laserbeak, no, no, you know, knock against th- that that iconic pair, but uh, I felt like that that's the Laserbeak part is only the only real surprising bit there. I feel like a deluxe Soundwave was like we were going to see that, right?
2: Or oh, yeah. Am I? Yeah. Am I too I mean... jaded? Every other opportunity for that thing to come out n- never really did. So,
0: yeah. Well, I think it's going to be a new figure. I don't think they're going to be using that deluxe uh, that came out everywhere yeah. but here. Um, because I I got that that sound blaster repaint of it. I actually like that deluxe a lot as a sound blaster. But uh, the laser beak bit is interesting. Um, but yeah, the three bikes. I I really am looking forward to seeing them. I'm actually a little let down we that's one of the things we didn't see at san diego um but it is far
1: uh, away that feels like the thing that needs the most visual representation
0: yeah i mean you know we're gonna have we're gonna have um i think new york comic-con is still on the way right there's so many cons. I mean,
2: at some point in time, it'll be here.
0: Yeah, that's that's before next year, right? They'll they'll still be the Hasbro breakfast. That seems like a time where they might show them off. Um, but uh, yeah, studio I'm series. I'm shrugging into
2: the microphone, just so you know.
0: Yeah, st- studio series. It, it abides. Uh, TJ, you got any any additional thoughts on these?
1: Um, not especially, like i think i think we pretty much covered everything for me it's mostly just about where why don't i what i did? why don't i not have these little why can't i speak there's a. i, I don't know we're fresh
0: off of conventions you know it's a little yeah, bit little, yeah blah, blah.
1: still in recovery mode no like the one i wanted to see is the one they didn't show it's yeah those little those little motorcycles
0: like let's let's be real the boy they did show a lot Let's let's go into the big ones. This is the thing that scooped TFCon. I am so happy this news dropped after TFCon. If this news was there during TFCon, I think that TFCon might have become a little insufferable. Because it would have just been so much crosstalk in every direction. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm just a grumpy person, though. But I think this is... Not to say I don't think this is cool. I think this is really freaking cool. HasLab uh, is finally... I always keep calling them HasLabs. But HasLab is going to be doing uh, a Transformers thing. It is Unicron. Uh, it is a crowdfunding thing. They need at least 8,000 pre-orders. Uh, going off of talking to some people who were very deep into that Jabba's sail barge thing that's that kicked off HasLab, um, you know, this is all speculation. But there was a vibe during that of, like, this will get minimum backers one way or another. And a lot of folks are kind of saying a similar thing about Unicron. This is probably going to, like, if we... If we hit the last week and there's like 6000 backers, there's a pretty good chance that 2000 will maybe materialize out of somewhere.
2: It's currently at 1730 backers. Which so.
0: which I believe tracks with the sail barge. Sorry, the was it called the katana or something?
2: No, it was
0: Jabba's sail barge. No, it had it had a name and I remember it was a really dumb oh, name. Did it? Yeah, it was called like the katana but like with more apostrophes. Uh, you know, Star Wars. But uh this is A 27-inch tall robot who, including the planet rings, turns into a 30-inch diameter planet. Uh, 50 points of articulation, movable eyes, an articulated mouth with also articulated teeth. Uh, posable rings, a custom stand that works in both modes. It's primarily there for the planet mode. Anyways, 8.6 kilograms or 19 point something pounds. Uh this it costs uh where was that price again i always remember this it's 500 something 575
2: and seventy four ninety nine. yeah because that penny will be the breaker
0: it's it's let's just be let's be a little cynical and say 575 yeah. uh <laughs> shipping i believe included in the states uh there is yep. wording on there that very much implies that it's not shipping included outside of the states but there was also wording implying that shipping, for instance, to Canada might be capped at around 30 bucks with more fine print, saying it might be a bit more uh, for something that is 20 pounds. And let's just let's just assume he ships in a cube. So let's say he's going to ship in a 30 by 30 inch cube. Um, that's that's OK shipping. Um, I just hope yeah. that they don't use FedEx Ground. I hope they use FedEx Air or Express. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the version that is on the page, there's a video, by the way, if you haven't watched it, please watch it. I wish it was longer, and I wish that, I wish we could just have a documentary about the making of that mock-up. Because a lot of the video is them talking about the mock-up, uh, which is the painted version that's that was at SDCC and that we've seen in photos. That mock-up is not a production prototype using any tooling. That is a 3D printed thing with, like, mm-hmm. vanity plates and sculpting added on top. And I am fascinated by that. Uh, And that was going to be where I was going to say I'm utterly fascinated. Then at SDCC, they rolled out a gray resin.
3: Mm -hmm. Which
0: implies to me that they've kind of started... I I don't remember the entire process order, but a gray resin implies to me that symptoms of tooling might have begun. Well,
1: Well, uh, They they were talking
0: about that... In the
2: modern age with... 3d printing like it could be either way
1: yeah they, they were talking they were talking up that prototype a lot because the ones the colored ones on display were th- were 3d printed and they weren't transformable the gray yeah. proto
0: was yeah okay. and the the gray proto they they said resin like i I think john warden literally said resin i might be misremembering. there was a lot of stuff about unicron i watched uh but, I don't know, that great prototype made me double-take. I was like, wait, how far along the process actually are you? <laughs> which, which to me, also lends some credence to the idea of, like, there's not, I don't think, a huge risk of this not existing. Uh, also, especially when Takara Tomy Mall on August 1st will begin taking pre-orders for Japanese addresses uh, to mm-hmm. to bolster the pre-order count. Uh, You you have until the, what is it, August 31st, by the way, the very end of August 31st to get a pre-order in. Um, And this will be releasing in 2021, so you'll be waiting about a year and a half, at least, uh, for the figure to come out. Um, And there's another wrinkle in that that just showed up today called Big Bad Toy Stores Pre-Order Page, which remind me to cover that once we get through talking about the actual figure. Uh, Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, uh, the the there's a lot of tidbits about this. I kind of want to just raffle like ra- rattle off a few more bullet points before we start really discussing, just because it's it's you know okay. all relevant. Just, just go. Uh, planet mouth. Uh, you turn the ring around the planet mouth and the teeth gear, and they all open, and they're all an in individual gearing. And these maniacs did that with the resin at SDCC, and one of the teeth clearly clicked off its gearing. Uh, and and as someone who has handled resins in a, f- a few years ago, that made my spine crawl watching them mess with the resin like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah,
2: they they were manhandling that thing, that, it seemed That like.
0: planet mode was ready to fall apart while they were doing that. Like, you could see that entire, like, southeastern hemisphere jiggling. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was also imagining, like, you know, if this was a third-party toy, that would have caused, like, 50 people to loudly say they're dropping their pre-orders, because that's, you know, how the buyer market tends to be. Uh, they, uh, the The arms are going to transform like in the movie, which was apparently like a personal like quest of uh one of the Takarotomi folks who were who were working on it. It was like this was that was like bullet point number one. The arms have to form the back end of the planet like in the movie. Uh also they constantly mentioned the difficulty in having Unicron turn into a sphere. Uh clearly mm-hmm. the way that they dealt with that was by having the sphere um accordion itself into a backpack and into into his calves. Uh, and according to John Warden, it's like a dance the way that the panels collapse backwards and you part of the reason the stand exists is because the toy is a lot easier to transform. If you leave it on the stand while you're doing that part, which reminded me a lot of that Akiba Ranger um, machine attacher that came out some years ago under SH fig arts and DX Chagokin similar thing
1: that at Metrocon too.
0: Oh boy. (laughs) That's a good transforming toy that has a similar thing where it's a lot easier and it's borderline designed to be transformed while on the stand uh and not in like a bad invasive way and i think unicron sounds like a similar thing it's like no it's if you have him on the stand in planet mode it's just a lot easier it's like yeah. a friend is holding it for you
2: yeah because it's There's something pounds. else bracing and holding that weight for you yeah because like the thing that i
0: kept it's either that or ship
2: one of those weightlifters belts well
0: the thing i kept repeating to myself was like for all these caveats also, the toy's 19 pounds. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to be having to start like diddling around with that, juggling into my forearms. Uh, what else was there in those tidbits? Uh, the spiky bits. This was weird uh, because Unicron.com had an interview go up, uh, which I also recommend you all check out. John Warden uh, said the spiky bits, when asked if they're going to be rigid, he said that they are going to try to make them as rigid as possible, but they are going to be made of a somewhat flexible resin. Now, he said a somewhat flexible resin. I don't know if that was STCC fatigue talking because usually they'll say something more like a softer durometer plastic. But John Warden specifically kept saying a softer resin. Uh, and maybe hmm. because this is has labs, they're able to get a little bit more creative with their materials use. But he also said the thing still had to pass safety standards. So I'm, a, I'm not quite sure. And that, and like I said, that might've just been like, that was Saturday of SDCC. And that could have just been fatigue talking. Cause they also had the resin there. Um, the teeth, the mouth opens and closes. So the mouth can be closed. And then when the mouth's open, the teeth are on a separate set of axes. So you can have the teeth go away. If you want it to look like he does in the cartoon. Uh, where robots don't have teeth. Um, the planetary rings, as far as John Warden said, you do detach them from the planet when you transform them. So Taking
2: back my pre-order.
0: Yeah, Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I looked at where they hook into the shoulders, and I'm wondering if it's more like this is just easier if you detach them. Um, but he did imply that, like he said, it's not a parts forming transformation. However, the planet mode, the rings do separate. Turn into wings and then go back on. And I don't know if that's just like if you don't do that, th- there's just way too much fulcrum weight yanking on both sides, and the thing might topple over. Uh, but that's something to find out about later. There is no removable head, but even Flint and Dilly was saying, "Does the head remove?" I was imagining Flint and Dilly yanking on the head while saying that. Uh, so they said that while there's not a lot of room to add features, that is one that is maybe on the table still. No one knows what the movable eyes mean because there are no electronics in the figure. John Warden said this is supposed to be more like a masterpiece that just transforms, but also the eyes move. I'm guessing there's pupils within the green eyepieces. Uh, I think that covers most of it. The, the thing that I think the unicron.com tried to ask, they didn't get a clear answer, but it sounded like it was a very friendly no, is it sounds like you can't just remove all the planet pieces to have a unicron action figure. Uh, which, I am guessing that's primarily because they seem to actually make up about 20% of the the mass of the legs. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's probably the reason why. I think the main question is how solid are those accordion dance-folded planet pieces when they're in robot mode? If they are rock solid, it's not a problem. And there's no way that we'll ever know that until this toy comes out. (laughs) So I think that covered just about everything. Uh that's a lot to know about i i have something to say about the whether or not people should be pre-ordering it at the end but let's let's avoid talking about whether we're going to go for it when we're talking about this first let's focus on the existing thing um so how do you guys feel about unicron (laughs) holy crap (laughs) yeah yeah this
1: this is absolute insanity
0: yeah yeah (laughs) Did you see, like, I didn't even really understand the the size of this until that, those videos of those guys handling the resin planet mode at SDCC.
2: Yeah. And you saw those Let's adult
0: see, hands looking like baby hands.
2: Seeing that had one of those, like, mental shifts. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I, I'm sure I know how big a football field is, and then you, like, actually see a football field, and you're like, oh, wait, oh, oh, hold on, oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, all right. Or or when it's like, oh, he's 27 inches tall, he's four inches taller than a Titan, uh, Fort Max, or Metroplex from Generations. You're yeah, like, four, inch, four inches
2: just like this, and
0: that's what... Yeah, we're, yeah that's you're nothing. like, oh, I know how tall this, But then you, you pause, and you're like, wait, that's not A, that's not his width. Also, he has frigging wings. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, like, there, there's a lot of, I think, this like, actually, this is kind of with Siege in general, I've found with the Deluxes, at least. Like, there's, there's a lot of this where... When you see the thing in person, you get something from it that you don't get when you see it in photos. Mm-hmm. Uh which is also terrifying for a thing you kinda have to uh blind pre order at least for the next year and a half. Um But man, they they went all out on this. Like my only real qualm is is I, I kinda wish that the backpack folded up more, but I don't know if someone's gonna punch me in the throat if I say that to their face.
2: Well, I saw somebody that had done a Photoshop that had just, like, Jan Jansport that was, uh, on the backpack.
0: That was, uh, I, I, will, I will say that is, uh, I'll say friend of the podcast, even though she's never been on the podcast so far, but I was on a podcast with her. Uh, that was, yeah, that was, uh, Genevieve Frank, uh, who mm-hmm. was getting some real mileage out of the backpack Unicron memes. Uh, she's got a good Twitter feed, also, I'll say. Uh, recently did a mega thread of reactions to every single Turbo Teen transformation from that supercut I'd shared, uh, the other day. Um... Horror. It, That's it's just horror. <laughs> she really brought out she really brought out just how friggin' kinky that show is. Uh very educational. But uh yeah, like I think that the backpack is really my only problem, and it's only really because it messes with the popped collar silhouette in a lot of these shots. Uh the popped collar that Unicron has kind of disappears because of the backpack looming overhead. Um mm-hmm. you know, it's not like I'm saying the toy is garbage when I have this one criticism. I'll just add <laughs> Uh DJ though, how, like let's get one let's get one from you here. How you how you feeling about Unicron?
1: You know I don't know just yet. Like I've been looking at this thing for what seems like forever now and I'm still taking it all in just how much it does, how huge it is. Yeah. My god.
0: I'm There's... a little perturbed how many people are already kind of at peace with its existence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, am I just, did I manage to hold on to my, my, my wide eyed, I was a fan back in the 90s and 80s naivete? Because, like, the number of folks were already going, like, ah, oh, well, you know, it could have been 30 inches. Ah, oh, well, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, but can we also, and, and we're going, like, oh, they already did a unicron. And I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, they, they, no, they did a unicron. They did, they did do a unicron. But I feel like this is still markedly different. Uh, well, well, <laughs> well, a unicorn. They've done a
2: couple of unicrons, thank you. I mean, There's the yeah. deluxe one as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, the unicorn they're talking about, like, even when they remolded it, never looked like G1 Unicron. And uh, by the way, this is like, oh, this might be twice as
0: tall. Or really yeah. close to it. Yeah. Also, think think about that and think about how, boy, that Unicron's real hefty to have to transform. You're like, yeah. Also, this one's bigger.
1: <laughs> I, I, re- I know the muscling I have to do to transform a
2: G1 Fort Max. Yeah. And this
1: is so bigger and heavier.
2: Here's the real question. How many of these Hasbro Pulse, HasLab Unicrons are going to be salvaged for the hips? <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, we do need to get that one in there. Um... I was someone had this. Or I was sharing this one in the lobby at TFCon. You'd already left, Aaron, because I, I saw uh-huh. I saw the tweet and no one got it, and I felt really old for a second. Uh, but yeah, the, I did see a tweet already where someone's like, "Is this going to be a new era for custom combiner toys? How many of these Unicron groins are going to show up on?" large-scale devastators from this point onwards and then Mm -hmm. and then only about 50 people go (laughs) because that's all of us that's left everyone else is like what are you talking about they made combiner wars why would anyone (laughs) harvest the groin (laughs) off of this thing like oh no (laughs) it's one of those making me feel
2: old things again
0: (laughs) i don't like it you know i got i got got another crit i got another crit his hands are pretty big right
3: Uh uh-huh
0: i'm a little you know those are some pretty fans toysy hands as far as there being no spread on the fingers. It's a pretty big hand. You could have had a spread joint on there. There I have two crits on the toy. I'm real proud of myself. Uh So um the colors on this, uh it, it was a hand painted mock up, but John Warden was saying those are supposed to be more or less indicative of the final look that they want this to have. They're not looking they like he basically was implying we're not going to trim any of those paint apps back. Um, like they're going to have all those, those various like silver sectors on the planet mode.
2: I would really hope for a bespoke product like this, that it would be, we want to put more yeah. on rather than we're going to peel back. Yeah. Wanna, if they're going yeah. all
1: out, if they're going all out, they're asking 575 for it. They better not hold anything back.
0: I I'm so here's the thing I'm torn on. I don't want a factory to do this. But I also want this toy to have a paint wash, and I'm like, how do we get a not children's toy factory to do a paint wash on this for us? And I don't think that's I don't think that's possible. But um oh, there's a measurement I didn't see here before. So if if he is so tall, he is larger in width. It's it's he's 691.3 millimeters tall. He's 783.6 millimeters wide from wingtip to wingtip. Um, by the way. Uh, also, thing to know, he doesn't fit in a Detolf. In fact, he will never fit in a Detolf. So don't even think about it. If if, you, if you're if you gonna think, I'll, I'll just cram him in a Detolf, it's not gonna happen. Or at least, if it happens, you're gonna be the one whose photo makes the rounds of, look, at who put him into this deranged pretzel position with his wings off to fit in a Detolf. Um. So, I mean, it's made to be a centerpiece. I, I, uh. This is one last thing I want to throw in. Like, really, watch that video again. The part they, – they kind of speed through it. It really bums me out. The part where they're assembling all those printed pieces and then doing that layer sculpting on top, I wish we could have seen more of that. And I, I would love to see some kind of documentary about the printing process because they – we know they can print hinges and they can print, like, entire action figures that are assembled. And that already freaks me out. But, like, they were talking about how they managed to print, like, entire – replicated sub assemblies in this thing to speed up the prototyping process and Mm -hmm. my god i want to know more about that like that to me is that to me is utterly fascinating um so uh that's it let's let's get to the bit here uh my little thing i want to say there's a lot lot of talk about the price obviously um is very expensive and i will say uh, there are a lot of things that coincide with this price where I don't agree they should have been caring about it. However, there is one that I think they should have been caring about, which is that people's cards are going to get charged on August 31st, roundabouts the same time your card would get charged if you were buying MP44 Optimus. And MP44 Optimus is coming out from the same company. I think that was a, a fairly poor timing setup. Yeah. That I feel should have been taken more into account. It's doubly so because of that Takaratomi mall, uh, pre-order window that's opening up. It's like this, th- that I, I wholly agree with people who are like, that is just too much happening at the end of August. And this should have, this yeah. should have ended in September, October. I agree with that. I feel like no one would mind in the long run if there was a two month, you know, delay on the early 2021 window. Uh, because um, unfortunately, The pre-order to cancel is MP44, because that's going to get made en masse. We know it will. So uh, that's some really tragic timing. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, uh, the the thing I wanted to throw out there is, given the sheer size of this and the fact that this will not simply fit into a Detolf, this is a perfect example of a toy that you should feel completely fine to not feel like pre-ordering, even if you think it looks cool. Because yeah. this is a toy you actually have to think about the space it will take. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I will I will implore people who are really excited about this, who have their pre-orders in. When we come to, to the last half of August, and you're getting worried about whether this is going to be made, absolutely do not start berating your friends who are not pre-ordering it to put in a pre-order. That That is asking far too much of your friends in this fandom. Uh Share your excitement. Share that you'd like it to, to be pre-ordered, but I, I, I have, I don't think it'll come to pass necessarily. But I immediately had this small fear of this turning into some kind of really awful have-have-nots situation. And uh, I just want to say, like, I think that the idea, like, the question of whether or not you're ordering this is the least interesting thing to talk about with this Unicron. Uh, but that said, we're a podcast, so I would like to order this. I Knowing how bad my impulse uh, decision-making is, I expect I probably will end up ordering this. But I'm not saying that proudly. I'm just saying that's probably what's going to happen. Um, and I'm talking about the Haslabs uh, side of it. Um, Aaron, I don't mm-hmm. know if you have room for this. I do not. I, I, I was going to say, I don't think you have room for this. I mean, I don't. But I mean, that's that's not even a yeah, question I, for me. I'm just a I, monster. I,
2: I also do not. I uh, I will gladly check out a friend's, um, maybe even kick them a a consolation twenty for their efforts. Mm. Uh, <laughs> help them with that house payment and a half.
0: <laughs> and uh, TJ, given that you were you you have just gone through a period of culling. The size of your collection. Do you feel like you have room for this? I'm I'm not actually sure. Oh, I
1: might I I might commit genocide on my collection for this.
0: I have seen people saying that that is on the table, and I think that is definitely one of the healthiest ways to go into yeah. that conversation.
1: Oh well, yeah, like okay, trade old plastic to afford new plastic. Yeah, make yeah, space and- for unicron at the same time. Yeah. Um. But- if there's a way I can fit it, I'm going to fit it,
0: budget-wise and geometry-wise. Because there, there is also a conversation to be had about how there's certainly a hype train for this right now. This is a hype conversation. We're hyped having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, there are multiple generations of fans in this fandom now, thank goodness. There are, I think, a, a notable number of fans for whom 1986 Unicron is not all that important or formative. So I think there's there's a, definitely a chunk of fans for whom this is kind of like, well, that's for those maniacs to order, and I'll be happy watching it. And I, I think that's completely healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I say all this while also saying I will be astonished if this is not, like, in a, if this is not, as, as it is reported to us, funded by August 31st. Um, also, like, for I those got- who... Oh, good, ahead, good. Ahead.
1: Oh, I was just going to add, like, I can justify the price in my brain. Because I've seen, cause I have seen that I've seen some discord over. Well, it's only a few inches taller than Fort Max, but it's that much more
2: expensive. Like, yeah, it's it's in a different like dimension, though. Well, yeah, but
1: like, it's a, well, yeah, like, yeah. The thing to account for is Hasbro is always priced by weight. Like, you take you hmm. take a look at weight, and like the Fort Max, the reissue that came out was three hundred fifty bucks, and that's an eleven pound toy now you're talking yeah. about a 19 pound toy
0: oh someone did the uh, someone actually did a weight equation by weighing the average median weight of voyagers and figuring out how many of those this equals oh come on and i think they they said like this is actually a deal if you use voyagers as a unit of measurement um by an exponent of money <laughs> and i was like that's a i think what that proves is that proves that you can't mathematize that necessarily <laughs> uh but also, like, I have, I mean, I've seen... I'll poo-poo on it for a second, because I still think it's really stupid. I've seen the, you know, the conversations. I joked on Twitter. So when are the toy pundits gonna start saying, can't wait for the upscaled knockoff? One of the first replies I got from from uh, fine Twitter user uh, d was, I have bad news for you, period.
3: <laughs>
0: I started to receive screenshots. So, it wasn't... Okay, you know what? There were so- some who said, well, it's not big enough. I'll wait for the upscaled knockoff. Yes. There were also some who were like, well, a Zeta Toys combiner 30 inches. This is three inches too small to be worth 600 bucks, uh, which is ridiculous, patently ridiculous. Um... But uh, that, th- there is definitely conversation about the price point. Here's, here's what I'll say is I'm, I am never going to tell you that it's a, it's cheap. I'm never going to tell you it's a good deal. Because it's expensive. It's over 500 American dollars. It is nigh 600 American dollars. But given what we have learned about the cost of the steel molds for Metroplex, who was produced, I would say probably in larger numbers than this, or at least that tooling was then used in modified form to also produce Fortress Maximus uh i always forget the number now but aaron that was at an aaron archer panel at tfcon right where it was like it was a, like oh yeah some colossal amount of money for the steel tooling for a toy yeah. the size of metroplex
2: i want to say it was in the hundred thousand dollar range is what his like low end gas was
0: yeah up to like something like half a million or something like that yeah like it's expensive Bonkers to make that ma- expensive to make that stuff when you're gonna do it for like actual toy shelves. I expect that even though I think this will not be a difficult toy to purchase down the road for a lot of money, uh, I don't think they're going to make as many Unicrons as they did let's say the combined Fort Max and Metroplexes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I expect that they are going to do a run probably of ten to 15,000 of them. Like if they are going for 8,000 pre-orders. Uh, mm-hmm. And assuming that not everyone is pre-ordering the maximum of five. Because then maybe it's going to be a run of forty to fifty thousand. There's but just I,
1: some customizer out there that's got it lined up. Here's the Armada yeah. one. Here's the Energon one. It's, Here's the Primus repo.
0: It's time
3: for my comeback.
0: They'll remember my name. Because uh, I mean, okay, let's. I mean, I bet you if everyone did pre-order five, then they would make forty to fifty thousand. But I suspect they're going in thinking like ten. I'll say ten to twenty-five thousand. I don't know. And I, well,
2: I, I'm I'm betting that backers number is actually how many ordered.
0: Well, I get well, the thing is that backer number Oh, right, it's not backers, it's pre-orders. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
1: how yeah, that's how many are funded right now.
0: Limit of 5 per transaction. That doesn't mean that it's each one of those could also be 5. Okay. Right. I still think they're going to make at least 10,000 of these. That just seems like with my completely uneducated layman's knowledge of just listening to toy people talk, that seems like a number that makes sense. Uh so don't take me as an authority. I am just spitballing numbers. This is partly my own thought process. I'm just sharing it with everyone.
1: Wait, did, did they produce extra sale barges?
0: Uh, they had some for sale on the Hasbro Toy Shop eBay page when it was produced. Uh, okay. Um, which leads me to say, if you can't make it for this... I'll also say another reason why August is a bad date. Two months is excessively short notice for 575 American dollars. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Uh, yeah. This should have, this should have run to the fall, in my opinion. But that, that might, there's also schools of thought about how crowdfunding needs to work in general and that the longer the window is, the worse it is for the campaign. But nonetheless, when this gets, let's assume it gets made. When it gets made, if this follows the sale barge pattern, there will be some copies for sale. I would assume that now that Hasbro Pulse exists, they would be on Pulse and not on eBay, especially after apparently the colossal, multi-blameable, debacle of the last Magic the Gathering Masterpiece Edition sale uh that happened. Uh on the eBay page that Hasbro has. Yeah. Um so there will be a chance to get it there. Takaratomi Mall's Mall is taking orders. That means there will be some of these... I'll bet you a whole nickel there will be some of these floating around on, on secondary sites like Mandarake. I bet you that some third-party sales people are just going to be ordering them to a Japanese address or through a middleman there, if they don't make it into this order. There are also people who are ordering multiples. They have shared their receipts on Twitter because they're maniacs. Uh, I don't have any of them linkable, and I, maybe it's just one. Maybe I'm misremembering already. Confirmation bias is a terrible thing. But, um... There will be chances to get this down the road, just the HasLab version. I only because this is Transformers. I will be astonished if this never if this gets made, but also never gets released again in any venue. I will be astonished. Uh, Transformers specifically tends to always have a way to get things in other territories, and and we have not heard one thing about how Hasbro Asia is going to have a chance to get at this, and Hasbro Asia isn't. Enormous demographic, last I heard. Mm hmm. So,
2: and tends to have a very specific love for very large Transformers.
0: Yeah. Yes. Year of the Snake. I'll always remember. We I, picked those Energon toys because they're huge.
1: I mean, there's going to be someone out there in Japan that's just like salivating at the idea of putting this Unicron next to that super huge, untransforming Scorponok.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The gigantic action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess the, the, the bottom line of all these things I'm laying out is that if you can't make it into this pre-order window, it's not unreasonable that if you were ready to spend near 600 bucks, you may get a chance to down the road. Uh, also, just opened up today. Big Bad Toy Store put up their pre-order page with some very, in my opinion, mis- misguided messaging. Uh, mm-hmm. So they, they put it up for 775 or 750 Was it 750
2: they were, they were making two hundred on top of everything else. So everyone so said two hundred. I felt
0: like it was seven fifty though. I mean, this is this is hemming and hawing over a matter of twenty five dollars. So, oh, seven seventy five. No, you're right. It was two hundred flat. Uh, so Big Bad Toy Store did put up a pre order. It is a two hundred dollar uh, markup uh, with a one fifty five dollar non refundable down payment in big red text up under that price. Now here's the thing they probably should have done and should have put up there in that same box. Because this got lost in the Twitter discourse, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's entirely everyone's fault that this got lost. If you go farther down to the top of the product description, note, if this item does not reach its crowdfunding goal, it will not be produced, and the non-refundable deposit will be refunded. So, unfortunately, because that line was not under, in in big red text at least, it should have been in big red text down there in the product description, the message that's gone around at this point is they want a non-refundable down payment on something that might not even get made. So yeah. that is that is a I, I lesson. had to do
2: three or four thumb scrolls to get past it on my phone
0: yeah that that's that is a lesson to be learned just in in regards to to, to messaging in general. I learned something today <laughs> on account of this scenario so mm-hmm. um, also the, the so here's, here's one thing this would qualo or quali- this would qualify for four dollar flat rate shipping in the states. I expect part of that markup is the part where they gotta ship it to you, and it's twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, they also are saying that for Canada, Australia, Japan, and United Kingdom, FedEx International is available. That ain't gonna be free shipping. <laughs> so uh, here, here's how this—the logic on this works. I think uh, before I get to the kind of snarky one is this is a this is a thirty percent interest rate you're paying for the fact that you don't have to pay the entire cost until twenty twenty one. So if you're not able to pay the the thirty percent lower normal cost by August, this lets you put down one hundred and fifty five, and then you have a year and a half to save up the other five hundred some dollars. Um, sorry, six hundred and twenty five, six hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, that said. I, I'm all already. my first thought was okay, so that's kind of like an interest rate. What if you had a credit card now and you put it on your credit card? What would your credit card interest be if you knew you were able to pay that within this year? We're talking like finances here, but this is a near th- this is like a half mm-hmm. a grand toy, mm-hmm. so I think that's somewhat reasonable to talk about like that. Um, why they would have a markup though was the big thing. That's I saw go, like, Oh my god, this markup, and like I get it, I, yeah, I they, do get it. gotta
2: do. They got to do business. I just, when I saw the markup amount, like, I know that they're going to have costs in getting all of these, getting them repackaged, getting them shipped out, but it still seems like...
0: well, here's the big one, warehouse space. Two Hundo
2: is big on that. Well, the thing is, it's not going to be warehouse space, because it's not like they're going to have to buy a bunch of these and sit on them for a long time. I mean, but do we know that?
0: Do we know that, though? Well, like, that's, that's, that's I mean, the first place my brain went. Like, obviously, the non-refundable down payment is to avoid the really bad scenario of everyone's safety pre-ordering Unicorn and then canceling yeah. it.
3: I mean, uh, <laughs> my
2: my guess is going to be that, that what they're going to do is they're just going to, like, okay, well, 743 of these came in. We'll go for 750 Uh, that we trickle our orders into Hasbro Pulse's site through various and sundry ways or yeah the direct phone call to their distributor guy at hasbro like, and I'm, say like hey i'm sure that they're making a shuffling call this through to, yeah. to try
0: to get a direct line but i think there's a decent chance that due to it being being this Haslabs labs thing they're being told no you gotta order it like everyone else and then this is becoming yeah. like you know you're paying middleman fee uh but yeah i think that that markup is in part uh potential warehouse space costs because that's just how you know the stores tend to think but here's my snarky one i was so proud of this tweet uh i felt i had the shame spiral about 150 seconds later but i'll share it here anyway i was like uh i didn't know y'all thought their name was big bad toy mule oh i'm still so happy with that one uh but yeah that's a that's a that's a brute that's a brute markup that is definitely there for like hey you're gonna you're gonna pay for this if you don't go through the, the proper channels and we're gonna make us some of our money um, but that is another venue. <laughs> if if you if you think that's where you're gonna go, I don't I don't think anyone out. They're saying we're offering this as a service to customers unable to order directly. To me, that just means customers without a credit card. Because if you're international, this ain't the way to do it, my man. Yeah. My 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 man, my woman, my my dog, my fellow fan, my whoever it is you are. This is a this is not the international route to take. I don't think. <laughs> Cause you already you this this you paying double shipping. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh that that was I think the pricing talk. Um. So anyway, my my main hope was to I just don't want people to feel bad about this. People are gonna feel bad about this no matter what happens. But like, uh, I think you should feel fi- if you if you want to pre order this you should feel fine about it. Uh, mm-hmm. I I am I am very much against the notion of saying like I've seen it from both sides because that quotation usually has to me horrible connotations. But. I actually have seen Facebook screen caps of people coming down on people for not getting why it's expensive, and then also people coming down on people for pre ordering it because they're being quote unquote fools with their money. So, you know, let people do what they want as long as they're not being a dick about it to you, um, when it comes to Transformers toys. But, uh, yeah, uh, this is fascinating. Haslab's era has now touched on the Transformers. There is going to be a gigantic Unicron toy, most likely. And, hey, if it turns out not to get backed, then y'all can say, hey, it turned out that they didn't have an angel backer plan. And then we'll know that for the next HasLab thing, which, by the way, already is on there as well. Yet another decision I somewhat question. Unicron launched alongside another HasLabs project. Uh, that being the Cookie Monster for 240 bucks, if I recall correctly. Or 230? One of the uh,
2: two. 300. 299.99. Oh,
0: I was underestimating. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh,
2: 306 backers.
0: A, a life-size sort of stop-motion prop replica of the Cookie Monster uh, launched on HasLab the same time as Unicron. I'm not saying that's literally a combined demographic, but what I'm saying is if that's... Your, if, if, Are you if, saying that Cookie Monster is going to be eating our our pre-order sales? I think sales? he might be eating some of, I don't. I'm not going to say he's directly responsible. I think it is simply a certain look and a certain tone when your crowdsourcing website has two projects launching at the same time that are both fairly expensive.
1: Yeah, look, we, we only have a certain window where we can release devouring base toys, okay?
0: It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, you got to stay in theme. And you know what? We got some real funny fan art on account of all of this and some, some pretty darn, some pretty hot, tasty tweets Came out as a result of that scenario, to be sure. Uh, by the way, if you're hearing weird humming noises in the background, turning on and off, it's because my air conditioner is running. Because I'm sorry, dear listener, but I'm running the air conditioner. <laughs> we're in a heat wave. Um, do you guys have anything else you guys want to throw in about Unicron? Any other, any other, just like things you noticed? Any, and what was it like the day you saw it? Aaron, you were on the road. How long did it take you to actually see this?
2: Um, I think it was shortly after the. Border crossing when Alfie started driving. Okay. That I started seeing stuff online. And they're uh, back on that sweet, sweet US data and just able to <laughs> do whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, TJ, where, where were you when it happened? Were you still at MetroCon or were you already um, back home?
2: No,
1: I, I woke up to that. Oh, like, like me. <clears throat> yeah. That was Monday morning. Mm-hmm. MetroCon just finished up. Oh, just waking up in my hotel room. It's time to cool down. Yeah, like, okay. Coming down from all that geek hive. Oh my god! <laughs> my phone has imploded. And Did you know I, I,
0: my bank account. I actually briefly thought it was a joke. Because I was still in bed when I saw it. You know, I just grab my phone, <laughs> take a look. I was like, oh, that's funny. That's a real funny gag. I'm gonna go back to sleep. <laughs> uh... Also, boy, so talking about some of that that kind of discourse about Unicron, I don't like the whole thing of, like, "Uh, uh, he's three inches too small, as though if literally that was 30 inches, this would be a different story. Uh, I'm really thankful that my opening Unicron discourse was in the TFCon lobby, where we were chilling out, talking about how we're all going to go to Babies R Us to try to get him sized for a papoose. And that TFCon 2021, we're going to take over, if there's a daycare room, we're going to take it over with all of our Chaos children. And uh, get everyone who has Unicron to bring one down, put them in the daycare. We'll take a photo of it.
1: This is going to be the return of Transformer on toilet pictures.
0: Oh, absolutely. And toilet paper holders as well. Toilet Mm -hmm. roll holders. Um, But we were also talking a whole lot about, like, oh, we're going to get clothes for Unicron. And I was like, hey, I know some people who work at American Girl. Like, maybe we can get a hookup. But then everyone's like, yeah, but we got to stick to to Babies R Us first because this is our our baby boy. And I was like, okay, maybe. And then I was looking. I was like, hey, y'all. we all gotta get pacifiers because he's got a working mouth. We, oh we gotta get a pacifier <laughs> into that mouth. And uh, I wait, really wait, enjoyed wait, it. Wait,
1: wait, 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 which one?
0: In it well now both, it turns out. I was thinking about the planet mouth, because that thing's perfect to just grip right down on the little rubber nipple, just like whew, you know, maybe yeah, slice but, it. Yeah,
1: but yeah, but you can literally have the the robot
0: mode mouth teething. Well, it means that, uh, you can have the, you can even have the teeth grow in! <laughs> the teeth can grow in as he goes. Uh, this means that Unicron is never left without pacification. This is a better timeline, where instead of devouring planets, someone found him something to chew on, until he matures. Um, But I, I was very... What was great about that conversation, shouts out to everyone in the lobby, is none of us were talking about the part where we're going to buy him. We all just decided to play pretend like when we get him. It was a lot more fun, because it didn't matter. It was just like... Whatever. Who knows if we'll actually get him. Um, so that's Unicron. We talked about him and that's not even all the news. Uh, so let's let's do uh, You guys have anything else you want to throw in about Unicron while I get the rest of this topic thing going? No. Then no. we're going to mm. get third into part-
1: third party. Anyone third party?
0: So... I need oh, mm. go ahead, Good good. Good.
1: I need tiny little stick on DinoBots to attach. I need like a The convoy of Autobots flying out of his eye that I could just hook to his face.
0: Swappable butt flap with Grimlock divot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Slag burn Uh, hole.
0: Where I thought you were going was like joking of like, all right, third party, the challenge is thrown. But like, let's look at how MP44 went. I bet you, as of this news, a bunch of freelance third party designers are dusting off a bunch of unfinished or rejected Unicron designs. To make like little babby unicrons who are not 30 inches tall, but are like maybe 200 bucks and are like a foot tall. Like, I bet you that that is something that's starting to be conversed about in that marketplace. How, how do we make the unicron that looks just as good, but is way less small and it costs less? Um, I'm curious about that. But uh, at San Diego, that was not the only thing on display. There was also some fresh siege. Uh, now, we talked about this briefly. The Rainmakers were a whole thing that week. Amidst all the other things, mm-hmm. we found out about them, and then someone bought them, and then like a, a week later, Hasbro announced them. So there's that. I don't know. Like, uh, it's it's a three pack: the green one, the blue one, and the bright yellow one. Who you know isn't Sunstorm because we always forget that until a figure of him comes out. Um, so it's Acid Storm, Ion Storm, and Nova Storm. They all have the prefix of Seeker. It's the Seeker three pack. It's three voyagers. The same toy in different plastic colors uh, for kind of a a marked down price. It's like 80 bucks rather than, you know, 90 uh, American Mm -hmm. dollars. Um, Target exclusive, it seems. So we'll see about, I'm assuming just EB Games will get it in Canada like they always do. Uh, Here's my one big problem with it. And this is because of the TCG. I got unreasonably grumpy that Ionstorm's prefix was Seeker and not Raider. Because in the TCG, he's Raider Ionstorm one of the most is
2: that what the symbol in front of the names are isn't that what
0: drew had said yeah but it doesn't say it in the english you can't be seeker raider ion storm that's just ridiculous uh for those who don't know in the in the recent tcg wave siege one ion storm is a common character who is also unbelievably powerful in sealed uh formats Mm -hmm. uh he is just a wall of stats and he can bounce equipment in his robot mode so i really want to get him now um I kind of want this three-pack because I also, when I got the Starscream toy, I ended up liking the Seeker mold a lot. But I kind of wish there was something else going on with them. (laughs) Because they're doing exactly one thing, which is swapping the plastic color that goes in. Yeah. Uh, And you get to see a lot of it. Uh, It's nice plastic colors. Anyway, I'm I'm undecided. I need to see what the Canadian release is like. But, um, DJ, you already saw it.
1: Yeah. Like... Absolutely floored me because like the one that showed up on eBay was very quickly followed by the one at San Diego Comic Con, and then like literally the next day I end up at Target and it's there. Yeah, hmm. like like Florida's usually like really late to get distribution. Anything mm. like there was part of me that almost thought, wait, like did Hasbro plan this to like stealth drop this set like you do a <laughs> video game?
0: And in of all sets to stealth drop, this seems kind of out of left field.
1: Well, I mean, because it is three toys doing one thing three times. The yeah. You you would build up a lot. It would be wise to take advantage of whatever hype is created by its announcement.
0: For sure, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that, that due to the proximity of a convention having just happened, you probably didn't scoop it up on the spot either. Uh,
1: no, no. Yeah. It, stri- it definitely strikes me as one of those sets that's going to linger, because it's, it's a very specific D1 demographic
2: that's going to want that set. And it's also a three of. It's a three yeah. of
1: for it, 80 It's bucks. not like you've got,
2: yeah, if it was three different deluxes in different schemes... I think it'd have a little bit more like jump off the the shelves potential. Oh, yeah. Because, like, if this was, you know, Acid Storm, the, the, um, um, what were they calling that? The the, the Shockwave repaint?
0: Oh, crap. Crap.
2: Um, Galactic Man. Galactic Man. Shockwave and some other Voyager like this, I think it'd be a, a lot lot uh more likely to jump off of shelves because you've got three repaints not one yeah three times like,
1: like in a perfect world you're packing one of these guys with like uh, two deluxe autobots that were the victim of the acid storm in that episode <laughs> yeah mm, because-
0: Al- although like like hats off to them for not implying the idea of stretching out nine seeker repaints as individual releases yeah yeah like this is really where they're just going like look if you're if you're already going to go all in we'll save you a step on these bozos
1: yeah you remember when they remember when they were like well we can't we can't release that secret mold too many times in a row because no, they're
2: just like
0: i mean that yeah. was also that was a pre-07 era when everything was a lot more calm <laughs> Like, remember BotCon 07? Like, there was such a stink because they were like, this is the only real venue for us to release Thundercracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found my old hall photo the from that. And the fake
2: recall notice.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but uh, I, I was going to say, I think that these things are very much designed to be, you know, that, that it's it's a it's a shared role. The thing that is either the thing you find during a big Target sale where you just feel like a badass because you got it for like 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. or the thing where you're at target it's way too late and you're really in a mood where you should have stayed at home and you're like oh i think i'm gonna buy the seekers been there before i think it's time to buy the seekers like these are these are built for that man like it's
2: (laughs) this is something i'm gonna
1: be staring at the clearance section for
0: yeah it'll
1: it'll end up there
0: I think that they I think this is the kind of thing that you make where it's like we only really need to sell like about 10% of these to to, to have it not be a failed product. <laughs> you know, like the like the titan figures, like it's like, you know, we'll just if we just do this this mold in these colors. Here we go. Um and hey, this leaves the the window open for sunstorm <laughs> to have the slightly warmer yellow one. <laughs> uh Aaron, it sounds like you're incredibly enthused about these.
2: Uh I think it's cool. I don't think I'll be getting them unless it's a very deep discount.
0: Yeah. What sucks is I'm I'm in a similar position except with like a very definite not if it's when. Like something about them's already like hooked me. I guess I mm-hmm. I like that Starscream a lot. Maybe I'll get over it once I pick up like a Thundercracker. Uh then I'll be done with it, but we'll see. Anyway, uh There there was a lot here to talk about. We mentioned Galactic Man, so Lancer and Galactic Man are the next um selects next generation selects lancer is already floating around out there and then they were they were both for sale in san diego so they're, they're all over the place they're actually coming out i want to say was it like a month or two from now um like they're not up on pulse yet or they're they're not up on pulse in stock yet but they're gonna be
3: mm-hmm.
0: i think they're pre-orderable now um anyway entertainment earth had them uh with like a little pin uh kind of nice looking little ribbon pin uh lancer is the last member of orthea the uh, female Autobot combiner, where all the limbs are kind of the same toy with different heads, uh, and then inexplicably different wrists. But uh, I, I think Lancer looks really good. I saw a lot of people who were not into Lancer's colors whatsoever. Oh, they had actual pins of them. Sorry, I'm just catching up on this. They they made like enamel pins out of the photography. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, Lancer. I think Lancer looks really cool. Uh, I get why you might not like the colors, but like the more saturated green. Uh, sorry, green. The more saturated that purple and orange are. Uh, the happier I am. Galactic Man Shockwave, though, I'm over the moon for, because, like, I love Seed Shockwave. I think he's my favorite figure in the line, and th- like, I love Shockwave because I had Shockwave for years, uh, before I ever had any kind of purple Shockwave. So, I, th- I think I'm going for this thing, out of a love for both the idea and the base mold, but uh, uh, Aaron, how you feeling about these these new selects? I mean, like fingers crossed. I haven't read any reports, but hopefully their joints are tighter than the ones that you got.
2: Yeah, um, I'm really thinking hard about the Galactic Man um, because I remember that Shack Wave. Mm. Um, I never, I never had one myself, but it was definitely uh, a neighbor kid had one, and I was maybe constantly jealous that he had one of the cool big toys. Yeah. Um, so that that that's hitting just a little bit of that uh, childhood nostalgia tickle that normally I'm like nah, nah 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 it's it's okay now it's like <laughs> oh may, like hmm may, no maybe so that's that's where I am with Shackwave for the um uh, tracer uh, Lancer Lancer um I I think I'm gonna end up getting it just for getting because I have the other three and Alita one, mm-hmm. like might, might as well. I, I hate being at that point with the, uh, might as well, but
0: it's a know. shame. Cause like, I get it, but like, it is definitely a different town than like, in my case, it's not might as well. It's like a finally, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I'm also like, I think it's been demonstrable in the last couple of years. I am. I ended up being a million times more into everyone's a combiner than a lot of other people were. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she I, she is out. They, they had some out on eBay actually from uh, some Asian seller, but they were like eighty bucks. But then I also saw yeah, some people on wait. on Twitter already had them, and I was like, wait, did you all, did you all? And then I for, I, I realized SDCC was already happening. And I'm not sure precisely mm-hmm. who might have. Uh, TJ, just quickly, how are you feeling about um, the new selects? Like, are you interested in either? Do you feel like the concepts work? Uh,
1: well, the concepts both definitely work. I mean, you're finishing off the female Autobot team from G1, so, you know, and, yeah, and by proxy, the combiner. So nothing, r- nothing really against that. I'm not really feeling Lancer. I kind of felt like that was going to be the make or break for me. Mm. Uh, just seeing how those colors looked on that mold and how I would feel about owning one and how the mold, how, how like, the combiner would look all done. Uh... Yeah, I'm probably going to nix the three I've got at some point.
0: I think it's also like that. That's <clears> a very smart way to to continue with the the, in my opinion, very healthy pattern you've been establishing with your collection. Like it, it's like the opposite, right? Of the like, guess I'd better. It's like, wait, I don't yeah. like this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I don't want to finish this.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's it's the it's the realization of I'm not pot committed. I can get out of this right now.
0: Yeah. I I think I might have I might have ended up in the same place if Lancer because she selects she's slightly more difficult for me to get as a Canadian. Um but inexplicably I ended up really liking the colors. <laughs> so I'm I'm actually happily into into that
1: one. Yeah. Um uh for Gray Shockwave, Galactic Man uh, it's not something that I would go out of my way to get. I never experienced Shackwave. Mm. I, I never really had any kind of nostalgia for him. I think it is absolutely hysterical that they re- that they are homaging, you know, you know, that one of all ones to to go with, like right and, down to
0: putting the logo on his chest.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> real name, the yeah. name like the name Radio Shack sold it with yeah it's it's not something i'd go out of my way to get but it's hysterical to me
3: yeah yeah
0: i'm 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 just i'm super into that whole concept and that they went all the way they didn't try to like dilly dally on the concept or go like well how do we make it work in the canon and blah blah it's like what if we just make him galactic man and then we'll leave it up to you all to figure that out um and, uh, she's going off of, of exclusives. I've already forgot who might be having this, but there's there's two more off the top of my head to talk about. Let's do the quick one first. The Micromaster 10-Pack. Uh, there are some deep cuts on that list of names they're, they're using for the Micromaster 10-Pack. Uh, right down to Road Police, who was one of the Six Combiner, uh, guys. Unfortunately, making him a repaint of of... Holy. I forgot Holy's American name already. Uh... <laughs> Kind stakeout? of, kind of, stakeout. Yeah, it's kind of a buzzkill yeah. because road police. Literally, like he looked like a he looked like Jay Decker. Uh, he was like a micromaster with a police hat sculpted on, and so having mm-hmm. him just be a blue and white stakeout is kind of losing me. But uh, the micromaster ten pack, I appreciate the names. It's a ten pack of my least favorite thing in the entirety of Siege, so I'm feeling like I might just let that one go by unless. Someone parts one out and I get, you know, some of the colors end up really working for me in person. But, um, I don't know. TJ, are you feeling, uh, much for the, the MicroMaster 10 pack?
1: Um, I, I've kind of fallen off of the MicroMasters here,
0: though, uh, SDCC did reveal a few that caught my eye. We're going to hit those because I, hey, guess what? Speaking to someone who's got taken flack for not even like, not liking the MicroMasters all that much, freaking hype about a certain thing we yeah. saw.
1: Uh, the only, like, I admittedly I can't place all of those homages that are in there. Mm. Like I like I need a list. I need a list to go yeah, through. Yeah, and
2: and that's the thing is like micromasters because they were going up against micro machines and because they were so simple there were a lot of them at a few points in time.
0: Well, especially like, when you start dipping mm. into the operation combination ones. Mm-hmm. Like you got a lot of are we going to get who was it? Wasn't there one just called like Gary or something like that? Or Doug? It was like one of the trains?
1: Yeah, well, bec- I thought I thought the trains were all named after like locations and like abbreviations of it. So there was, they it might not did have been come trains. a trans. little bit weird.
0: There, there was one of those six combiner micromasters whose name was just a dude's name, if I recall correctly. I just can't remember which one it was because I look, I can barely remember micromaster names in the first place. Mm-hmm. So like, it's it's very fe- like I as you can see, I forget stakeout's name is stakeout constantly. <laughs> Uh, I barely remember a few of them because of the TCG now, but it's mostly just Top Shot because he's the best, and Visper because he's the last okay. one alphabetically. Okay. Six liner. Yes.
1: Okay. So this is your MicroMaster train team in the original incarnation. And you have you have the names Spark, Knight, Leaf, Ego, Alan.
0: That's it! J- Alan. And, there you go. And Joe. There's also a Joe? There's a Joe. On what planet did they do this 10-pack and not figure out where to put Alan and Joe? Damn it. (laughs) Not buying it. (laughs) That's what I was thinking of.
1: No, I I, I happen to be on Wiki just checking out something else because you, you know what happens when you just take a steak out and just make him white? You get a screen accurate, Holly. That's actually interesting to me. Oh, because mm. now you have victory love in that box, and that's probably going to make me buy the box.
0: You know what? I bet it's not going to be expensive. It's five times the cost of a MicroMaster two pack, and maybe with a dollar down or something like that. Or you know what? Bet people aren't going to jump on it. So if you wait, you might. I don't
1: know. Hounding <laughs> the clearance aisle.
0: Uh, Aaron, you feeling anything about the the MicroMaster ten pack? Uh, the ten pack. I,
2: I think it's neat that you can get some people's nostalgic deep cuts in there. I think I'm gonna be fine because for the vast majority, of those micro masters haven't been haven't been tickling my uh my tickle spot.
3: Yeah. For, for things
2: battle battle masters have been better for me. Um, micro masters have had a whole lot of like I I see what you were trying to do here, but. This is a place maybe where, like, I know that ball joints are a a cool technology and all, but maybe some of this stuff should have been just pinned together or just pushed together for just stability. And the the number of MicroMasters that I have that just do standing splits all on their own. Uh, Whether you want them to or not, is is a little bit high.
0: Well, I I know there are some people out there who actually have had, like, they have told me so, that they've had the opposite experience, like, getting just way more out of the MicroMasters than the BattleMasters. So, for those folks, like, hopefully this is really exciting. And then also, Mm -hmm. but also, hopefully, we get the BattleMaster box set next year or something like that. Because I would also love a venue to just get another bag full of effect parts uh, to stick on people. Yeah. And that seems like it might be it, you know? They, I mean, granted... They, I,
2: I just like the bag full of effect parts box, maybe.
0: Yeah, that, that's, I mean, I feel like they've got to put a Transformer in with it. But we're, we're also getting Battlemaster redecos in with all those weird three packs. So, you know, stuff going mm-hmm. on. Uh Anyway, I'm just going to keep – off the top of my head, I'm thinking of all these exclusives, so I'll just keep going. Refractor 3-pack, G1 toy colors, new accessories to make the camera mode look more like an old-timey camera. They, they, they've got their real names. Uh, those exce- those things you add on the camera all seem to turn into extra stuff. It comes with mm-hmm. a Kremzeek. Um, I think that thing looks really exciting. I forgot, did they say the venue that one's connected to? I don't Ooh, remember. I can't
2: remember. I can't recall.
0: Uh, I'm sure it will not be difficult to track down. You know, when it comes out, uh, whoever has it will get dog piled on because that thing I think is really doing it for me. Uh, I still want to get three times retail refractor, and especially having briefly poked uh, errands at TFCon, um, I'm way into it. Uh, I like Reflector a lot, so I'm completely okay with the concept of having cartoon colors and toy colors at the same time. Um, so I'm, I'm super into it. I just think the fact that they got all those extra bits and pieces to just have even vague functionality, uh, is part of what really wins me over. I like it when stuff like that has hinges on it and does things in other modes. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron, you thinking you might want to go for the, t- the, those toy color ones in addition to your trio that you already got?
2: That I'm not sure about. That might be a, uh, Alfie call, seeing as she is very much a photographer type person. There's a different, like reason to have that sort of neat thing yeah over just hey i'm going to get another version of this um i'd probably say to most people if you just want to experience the mold regardless i'd probably wait for the three pack if you can get it easy enough um but yeah
0: yeah i mean even with the diamond shipping box coming out right now it seems like I mean maybe this three pack's gonna come out by the time this is already a moot point, but right now it seems like it's a bit of a fight to get three refractors. Refractors, mm. wow. Um, but with wow, that diamonds went, went
1: for both names and got
0: neither. Yep, it's just <laughs> wrong vowel with the wrong consonant. Uh, but like the Diamond Shipping is doing like a full refractor case. And I think that's going to help really crash the market because I've already seen some photos friends have shared with me of like people who really think they're going to they've cracked a code by picking up like 25 refractors and then going like, I'll sell you them. It's like, how about mm. how about you, you talk to me after the diamond cases ship and your stuff is worth way less? Um DJ, how are you feeling about toy colors refractor?
1: Um, I was interested in it when I first heard about it and seeing it now. uh. I'm kind of dropping this one mm. It's like the the extra Accessories are cool Like that does, that does a lot for the camera mode But I don't know like I, I have G1 Reflector and I like I was Looking at these photos and looking back at that trio And going they they Missed the colors on him
0: By like a mile in some spots The camera mode is Suffering for the choice mm-hmm. That did really stick out to me like that—that mm-hmm. that is a camera made of patchwork colors. There's no real subtlety to it. Yeah. Well,
1: well your G1 reflector really only looks like the camera from the front. Yeah. No. <laughs> but but even then, like you look at the individual robots, like like uh, your core robots, not nearly as dark as it should be. And I, I'm I I can't remember which is which. So I'm not even gonna try. Don't
0: don't ask me. <laughs>
1: yeah, but but you've got a blue one who's way too bright with the wrong color arms your red one has a, has his legs colored incorrectly uh they didn't they didn't touch the heads a one one has a black head and the others don't so mm-hmm. i feel like it could have been way closer than it than it is like they they're, they're advertising you know boy accurate colors when i feel like they only got about halfway there yeah
0: there is something else about it I guess I should reveal. You know, so it was once in a blue moon, a troop builder muscle gets activated in me with the right aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing, it's actually not the camera mode that really got me. It was seeing the three of them in their spaceship modes and then imagining three purple versions on one side of them. And then imagining three, more, with them. three more purple versions on the other side of them. And then I was like, what if the the exclusive 3 pack those are the commanders and then what if the purple ones are the troop builder what if i get a fleet
2: you you need to to talk to somebody what if like we professional do
0: the reflector
2: you need to talk to somebody professional for just that alone because
0: technically you could just combine them all into one ridiculously wide camera and i was like huh that sounds like my kind of nonsense, like some people troop build things for some reasons, and then there's me. Everyone hates the reveal the shield junkie on for some reason. I don't, which means I can find them sometimes for like ten bucks or less lucid toy shows, so I just buy them when they go unloved. And then eventually you need another one for all the ones you got who don't have bicycles to to ride on. every junkie on needs a bicycle. uh feels like that era is starting to come to a close for me, so. Well. Maybe we'll, we'll... This will
2: be the last hurrah you're going to be sitting in just a sea of, of fake camera parts crying.
0: No, it's, it's uh, the ones with the fake camera parts. That's gonna. I only have one set of those, the trio.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what you're thinking now. The
0: purple ones are the ones I want to troop build also because I think that they look incredible visually in my mind as the like drones or the, the Mook uh, fighters, the TIE fighters that are swarming around shockwave and soundwaves spaceship modes as well. Like something aesthetically about it really has just activated with me and resonated. Like it all looks like weird 60s 70s spaceships in a way that I really enjoy. Um So yeah, I mean I'm not going to pay retail for all for for refractors, refla- reflect Uh if I if I ever got more than 3, it would be me picking them up secondhand or cheap. But I'll also say there was a period where a lot of people talked about buying multiple cogs. I might know someone who has bought like whatever 15 and 6 guns. Every, 3 Everyone's 15 and 6 guns. <laughs> everyone's got their <laughs> troop builder thing that eventually uh sets off in them and this is it feels like it might be mine. I don't know. Uh We recently had some nostalgia about Legion uh, Viacons, so that's also been fresh in my mind.
2: You shut your mouth.
0: I'm sorry. I thought I thought we had already gotten <laughs> over that.
2: Man, oh, don't you talk ill of my Viacons? I'm
0: not talking ill of them. Why are you assuming I'm talking ill of them?
2: It's because you're making face sounds. It's
3: fond nostalgia. It's
2: <laughs> Jiminy Remember, Cricket. You lead into lead into a couple panels at TFCon.
0: <laughs> face sounds.
1: Yeah, I'm writing down face sounds right now. Yeah, saving I have that to one use for later. That later. Yeah.
0: That's, that's just going on the list. Let's go on the vocab list. Uh, so there was one of other- oh right so uh, we also have some Walmart exclusives because hey all these retailers are still alive and maybe the the corpse the horrifying uh, oil filled demon blood driven corpse of Toys R Us clambering out of its grave has gotten them all thinking maybe we want our own Transformers but uh, Walmart has got some exclusives going on uh, and as far as Siege is concerned they they are the exclusive outlet to get Siege Sound Blaster and Siege Blue Streak now Sound Blaster. I feel like, given that he is just Soundwave, in new colors, with no, you know, rat bat or anything, I, I got a feeling that's not really going to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm happy they're making it, because I like that toy, but I have come to notice that a lot of people don't like that toy as much as I do. Uh, I don't think that that's necessarily got a huge audience clamoring for it. I, I got a suspicion neither of you are clamoring for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? It's not doing anything wrong, right? Like it's it's Sound Blaster. They got the colors right. Yeah, sure. It sure is a Sound Blaster. Yeah, you can't you can't accuse. And it looks like he maybe has an extended chest. Maybe he holds two Spy Patrols.
2: Then it will get bought to just rip that thing off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> seems like you know what? That seems like maybe that's gonna be his fate. Is people wanting that door so they can have Soundwave with Laserbeak and Ravage stored in there?
2: It's always the fate of sound blasters. Hey, look, we did the upgrade. Isn't this better? Yep, for the parts bin.
0: Like I'm not seeing things, right? Like normal Soundwave doesn't have that extension.
2: No, normal Soundwave is is just flush across. I
0: just went to check mine because he was facing the wrong way in spaceship mode. But yes, uh, that is new. So there's something about sound. But hey, Blue Streak. I think Blue Streak looks sharp. Mm -hmm. I would like Blue Streak. Uh, Now that I actually have Prowl, and it turns out I really like that mold, uh, I'd like Blue Streak, especially if it's painted silver. Um, Aaron, sounds like you were a lot quicker to say anything about Blue Streak.
2: Yeah, um, I I like that Prowl mold, so I think uh, another good take on it. Could find a home.
0: I'm getting tempted to pre-order the smokescreen they got at EB Games here as well, because I'm, I'm astounded how much I like that problem mode, given how I, I felt, like, about it up until I held it. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ, are you feeling anything about Blue Streak?
1: Blue Streak's always been my favorite color scheme for the old Dotson Trio, mm-hmm. and yeah, that continues the trend. I really like the futuristic look with the silver and the black.
0: That black stripe does something to that alt mode. Like, it it makes it look different from Prowl's, almost, by having that visual, you know, border right up the middle.
3: Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Like, it's just hitting the curves exactly the way it needs to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm into Blue Streak. It's a Walmart exclusive, so we will have it in Canada. It's hopefully going to just sell for deluxe price, not like friggin' poor Optimus Prime. Uh Little update on G one Optimus Prime, by the way. I should see if it's still on sale. But we had a rollback on that G one Optimus, who was seventy Canadian dollars. Um, I think he got rolled to forty.
2: He, yeah, ours he is, is still rolled... at forty. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember because I saw a couple of them at one of my WalMarts. I think that it's still in maybe that range, forty U S. ish. Uh 40 Canadian Which is, is still...
0: 30 US. So you can get them for 30 30 bucks and fifty cents US in Canada right now. Um But uh there's an obvious place to bounce to from that. But we're gonna do that a bit later. The other two exclusives, let's talk about them together. So we we kind of got the impression, right, from some stuff that we weren't supposed to see, that they were gonna do um at least a couple siege toys without battle damage. Uh mm-hmm. little did we know. They are going friggin' whole hog. They're doing Megatron and Optimus, the Siege Voyager toys, not just without battle damage, but as classic animation style with not just clean animation colors, but cell shading a la Transformers Devastation uh, applied directly to the figures. There are some um, high-end knockoffs that have been doing this lately. Uh, I mm-hmm. still don't entirely understand how on earth this process is affordable to do. Because this, is this to me, goes a little beyond tampographing. Like, this is very precise stuff. Uh, but they're doing it... Hasbro is going to do it themselves on uh, Megatron and Optimus, and I am way the hell into it. Partly because I like those two Voyagers, but also because this isn't just classic animation. This is straight-up friggin' Devastation, which is like my favorite Transformers game. Uh, I bought a third-party Blitzwing because he felt like Devastation Blitzwing. Uh, so I am 100% into these. Um... How are you guys feeling though? Like are are you feeling 100% down or are you kind of having, you know, any uh, am, am I just the the eager beaver here?
2: I think it's neat. I think it'll be a pass for me. Uh yeah. I mean, it is definitely groovy. But I don't know cuz I saw a bunch of um repro labels.
3: Oh, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: where they've got they've got similar sets at least for like windows for like all the masterpieces and i i i think it's neat i think it's something like maybe if it was just on the windows it maybe but from like the way that prime looks i'm not sure how how that's working because those are big paint schemes that are going across five or six different pieces for like the the like the red red, light red and that like turns a corner. Like it's really easy to do that. And like, Hey, here's just a blank thing and hit this with some Photoshop or even take the CAD model and, and, you know, work it a little bit. I, I, I'd really like to see how this turns out in mass produced, Quantities
0: only because there are factories already doing this with some upscale knock or upscaled. Sorry, uh, high high end knockoffs. They're not upscaled. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, only because that's happened now, thus proving it's possible. That's why I'm interested. Uh, if you had shown me this before, anyone had actually done it in any factory, I'd have been like, "This is going to be a disaster." Um, mm-hmm. I think it also helps that Optimus is the sides of Optimus's vehicle mode. Like this, this is being done with some pretty clear knowledge of how much of that disappears into that backpack yeah um like you said we'll see i need to see what they look like in person before i commit to actually picking them up but um tj how are you feeling about the classic animation motif they're going for here i
1: mean i was i was happy that they were doing clean versions of some of these toys
0: and then they found Uh, a way to unclean the clean
1: i I, well i didn't know they just go for like shiny clean yeah like (laughs) Uh, I am so into this. Like, again, like again, like if you know, if this is how they look in person, like this is an instant buy. Like Mm. here, like here, here are store exclusives. I will not be hounding the clearance section for. Like, I love how this looks. I love how it came out. I I would not mind them doing this way more often. Were the,
0: the these animation ones? Were these in the case at all? Like were there any physical representations of them
1: there? No. No, I don't remember. Uh, damn, don't remember that's, seeing them at all.
0: That's the one and only thing is like I need to know you can actually do this and then I'm down. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um cuz like Aaron is right, you know, it is this is something you can this is a this is a texture you can apply to a CAD model. Uh Doing this in practice involves like they've proven they can do paint apps like, you know, Studio Series Grimlock is incredible, but uh they've also sometimes had this not go so right. Like, what was it, is it? Magnus sometimes is it? Magnus the one I'm thinking of where like the battle damage does like there's two panels right next to each other and the battle damage is on one but not the other. One of the siege toys has that as a symptom. May-
2: maybe there's a couple of them that are kind of like that. Like Prowl is entirely clean because that wouldn't look good anywhere. Yeah. But... I mean, no, Prowl's very fastidious
0: and cleans and like, yeah, hits the car wash. He's Major Prowl. He operates from behind a desk. Um, but yeah, TJ, I'm I'm definitely like having the same hype as you. I'm just, and I am so hoping that these turn out in person because this this is my kind of concept. I don't even need them to do more. Like I'm cool with this just being an Optimus and Megatron thing for the 35th anniversary. It's it's here's a duo of them that that are right out of Devastation. You know, let them chill out on your shelf. Like I'm I'm into that.
1: Um it is very Devastation. It's also a very original movie. Yeah. Mhm.
0: I mean to to be clear, I feel like you could say Devastation was very much pulling from the original movie as well. Oh, well, absolutely. Uh, this devastation I think was the one of the strongest realizations of it thanks to modern technology uh, but yeah I, I also think that I think that covers all the exclusives that they showed I think which just leaves us with the actual siege wave that they revealed as well uh, which kicks off with Astro train next leader toy uh, why is he a leader we discovered it's because he comes with a caboose full of guns. Uh, that caboose can also flatten out into a launch pad if you want, but I, I love how he's taking the shockwave thing just one step further. It's like, oh, he's a leader. Make him a caboose full of guns. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. Um, some people have commented that the guns very much resemble some galaxy shuttle accessories. I did not look any at, at all into that with any depth. Um, but if that's the case, then hey, you know get getting ready for potential redecos. Uh, I haven't looked super close. I'm going to admit into any of these revealed toys as far as how they work. I kind of just went like, do I think they look cool or not? I think Astrotrain looks cool. Uh, I've I've been happy with the leader toys so far. You know, much more with Shockwave than Magnus to be to be totally clear. But uh, Astrotrain as a triple changer at that leader price point, I feel like that's a good place for him. It lets him basically be like a Springer with more budget flex room and then whatever's left over is his caboose full of guns uh and i, I feel like that that's probably how he's going to turn out um his three modes all look fine to me uh his his lower legs are a bit wide i'm, I'm a bit bummed out by that because it means his knee joint is not really gonna aesthetically accomplish much you know much like with magnus when he's got the armor on but uh the, the colors are right the battle damage they went for you know some more charred look which which is suitable for him uh Nothing. Nothing about it makes me go like, ugh, they ruined it." But I just got to see how he works now. Um, you guys having any any major reactions to Astrotrain yourselves?
2: I I'll admit I was surprised. Um, the the caboose full of guns is just kind of insanity. Yeah, uh, I, I, I like that. It also seems like it maybe makes a launch pad for the shuttle as well.
0: That's that's what the pegs are for. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh,
2: so like in that. OK. Um, Also kind of gives it a little bit more of a place set feel, especially since this is a line that has a whole lot of small guys.
0: Yeah. It'd be nice if there was somehow room in him for like a MicroMaster to chill out. I doubt there is. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool uh tj you got any feelings on on astrotrain ain he does look really really nice
1: aside from well sh- shuttle mode took up a little bit of battle damage yeah uh, it's
0: re-entry it's re-entry re- re-entry re-entry's
1: rough <laughs> yeah that's yeah. mm-hmm. uh beyond that though like you know like, i like the look of the old school locomotive so i'm real happy that they got that one right yeah uh, mm-hmm. i do i right i really like the look of them. I'm happy they went with gray and purple yeah Hasbro, Hasbro's a little bit random from time to time with his colors uh yeah. I'm not sh- i'm not necessarily sure if i wanna uh this is this is gonna be like how he looks with the rest of the shell or how the toy turns out 'cause like i'm like i i have my uh I, no, I have my legends trio I almost call them Titans return I have my legends trio. Of the Decepticon triple changers here, and I like having them all around, like the size scale and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know that that Astrotrain didn't really uh, wow me the same way this one did. So this is gonna it's gonna be a toss up, I think.
0: You know who has a lot of toys? All of a sudden, Astrotrain. Yeah, like I, I want to set up the Astrotrain squad at some point. The Multidimensional Astrotrain Council. Astrotrain Task Force, Astrotrain Ranger. Um, I bet you there's going to be, at least on a whiteboard somewhere, Generation Selects White and Black Astrotrain. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Mm -hmm. Someone would like to do that. I'm very glad that that would be Generation Selects, because I specifically like that color scheme when it is a variant that's limited in run. When it's a mainline color scheme, all I think is I wish this was purple and gray. So I'm really happy with the decisions made here. Um, and, uh, that's our, that's our leader class. Uh, going to Voyager class. This one's also exciting. Uh, we got Ape Face. Confirmed triple changer, confirmed Titan Master. Uh, with the Titan Master forming the back of the ape head so that the ape head has some, uh, articulation going on, it looks like. Um, Again, I did not really look too deep into how this guy transforms, uh, partly because Apeface and uh, Snapdragon, their transformations are usually not like a... Tr- there's, there's a fairly straightforward pattern to them, Apefaces especially, as his Ape mode is often just a block with limbs hanging mm-hmm. off of it. Uh, so I don't see anything wrong here. The Jet mode looks right. I'm happy to see another Titan Master. Um, I'm happy that that's still on the table. Uh the siege, uh, you know, battle damage. If it's if it's on the black parts, that ends up just making those look like they're gunmetal parts with a dry brush done. So I'm, I'm kind of into that. Yeah. Uh, I got no qualms. I think it looks solid. I hope they do a Snapdragon. Uh, to be honest, I'll be fine if they don't. I'm already thankful they're doing one of them.
2: Uh, I I think that Hazra's is pretty much proven at this point. If we're doing part of a thing, it's on the yeah. It's like oh yeah yeah. It, it's it's at least heavily penciled in and underlined that they're going to do the other part. Yeah. You you don't do half the horror cons
0: at least, at least not anymore. Like the, it's just, you know, it might take them a few years, but it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They've, they've done one. They'll, they'll probably do the other. Um, TJ, how are you feeling about, uh, ape face? Uh, I'm liking the look of him. I, I
1: like mm-hmm. that. I like that. He's accurate in the ways he needs to be like the ape mode looks, looks good. Uh, and the jet mode just looks like a brick with wings, and that's correct for him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but I like the changes to the robot mode, because that G1... I had the G1 ape face. That's not a pleasant robot mode. This one is trimmed down the way it needed to be. The parts are handled far better.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, the the, the robot mode, oddly felt kind of like the third mode. Um. You know where the jet and the ape both get to clearly exist, and the robot's just like I don't know grow some some bigger legs, grow some backpack legs or whatever I forgot precisely how he works um Aaron, how are you feeling about ape face though are you, are you are you with us here or are you gonna be the dissenter
2: no i uh i'm I'm digging it um i I like that they have been that they didn't try and do something not as a headmaster.
0: Um that was kind of since, a concern of mine briefly, or I was like, you know, I could live with it if he isn't, but it would feel weird.
2: Yeah. And and I like that they, you know that they sat there and said, okay, no, he he was a headmaster. We we have this technology just recently. There's no reason not to.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm glad that, I'm glad it's still on the table. It's something like, like that in Combiner Wars uh pegs. I'm always wondering like when it isn't a retool of something from that line, how much is it on the table still? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I,
2: I would especially wager with, um, if you're doing a combiner limb thing, I don't know, I- unless it was something very specific, why you wouldn't go for that, that port. Yeah. Because they already have it designed and it lets your existing toys have additional play factor that they didn't have before
0: i mean you, you got to imagine when they with unicron when they talked about how there's like entire replicated component assemblies they kind of have ready to print you got to you got to imagine mm-hmm. that the titan master port and the combiner peg assembly are kind of like ready to print to some degree yeah because um, they i mean they have the kind of industrial printers that could probably print they could probably print that combiner port more or less assembled minus the screw i would imagine the and the spring. Yeah, sorry, yeah, minus the I was forget about the spring part. <laughs> the thing you need to make the ratchet have any tension, right? Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, Apeface is looking uh super solid, I think, and, and there is there are few better deluxes to come out alongside him than Spinister, just bring in some more of some of my favorite color schemes from G1. Uh also this Spinister looks friggin' money. Uh, mm-hmm. he's got a fake cockpit somewhere in there just so that his legs are both cockpits, and I love it. They made non-target master, like, I guess his target masters died, so he he, he got them, uh, taxidermied into a pair of guns that look a lot like them. Uh, spinister just looks super freaking solid. Like, it looks like they just, they hit it. Like, he's one of those ki- like, there's nothing gimmicky about it, it's just like, someone really wanted to do a damn good spinister and this happened. Uh, this paint mm-hmm. this paint mock up doesn 't even like it 's hand painted I see some dry brushing on the thighs, but like it 's almost getting eaten by the blue in a way I like <laughs> like you you can hardly make it out um so i'm I am over the moon with the spinister uh definitely a highlight deluxe for me um the transformation seems like it 's gonna be super creative um so i'm 'm yes I am yes uh Aaron this is a helicopter so this is in your wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. I also want to point out earlier when we talked about re-entry, because I'm a good friend, did you hear how I didn't start talking about space gravity? Yeah. So I was patting myself on the back for that one. Uh, Continuing to be a real good friend, how do you feel about this spinister who turns into probably one of the most realistic-looking space helicopters uh, that we've Uh, ever seen?
2: Yeah. I mean, I I dig the transformation. I like that they're hiding uh, a cockpit in there that they didn't try and do some, like we'll have the cockpit split in half to be like each half of the leg. Cause then I think you'd end up with a really wide cockpit or really narrow legs,
0: spindly legs.
2: Yeah. Um, and I, I think I saw one or two people with these reveals that were like, ah, oh, it's obviously just entirely a BS mockup because there's no sign of the other cockpit. And then somebody was like, well here's the shot that they must have taken like laying down on the floor up at the bottom of yeah. it. And like right there you can see the the second cockpits kinda hiding underneath the body. Yeah. To to which the person that was complaining, of course, didn't go, Oh, wow. Well in that case, cool. They just left ceased replying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh also the spinster in the case in robot mode, I just now noticed they couldn't I'm guessing because he's made of fragility pieces. They couldn't actually get the mushroom pegs for his thigh swivels all the way on, so his legs are sticking out a bit wider than they should. hmm Um That's that's a stressful thing to have to do getting all that together.
2: But, yeah, I mean and that one the the one that they have is very clearly a hand paint. Oh
3: hella hand painted, um, yeah.
2: It at least looks like it's a good like airbrush hand paint, not the um it paint streaks. Some of like the, the testers models of old. Yeah. Where it was like two thick coats and uh just go also the
0: head looks very 3D printed to me like it, yeah. it looks like this might have been like like this they're still friggin working on this guy like mm-hmm. um TJ how you feeling about uh deluxe spinister here
1: he does look really nice I mean, but spinister's admittedly never been too high on my list mm. but there there is something about a color scheme like that—that that I just kind of have to respect them for just going for.
0: I'm glad that we're in an era where it's like there's no fear going for those later '80s color schemes.
1: Oh uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like we, we don't—we're not really afraid to put pink on a boy toy anymore.
0: Yeah, like we'll just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes me hopeful for more of those. Go- I mean, we had this is the thing though. Spinister's hardly the first entry here. Like we had freaking Trigger Happy and Misfire. And Slug Slinger mm-hmm. just a couple years ago. Like, man, like, just uh, for, for someone for whom that was, like, a lot of formative years, it's, it's, I love seeing all those colors come back. Uh, it's, just, it's vibrant. It, it just jumps off. It's all cold palette, which makes me happy. At least I call it cold palette. I'm probably wrong. Um, but yeah, yeah. uh, I, I think Spinister also kind of, like, is really taking the wind out of the sails of the other deluxe reveals that they had. <laughs>
3: Well, like he's... well, for
1: some in particular, I mean this this adds to the scavengers.
0: Oh yeah, uh, and I think I don't think he looks out of place if you were doing a scavengers display with this guy. Oh yeah, um, like he's not spot on, but like he's just, he's got the right body shape going on to look like modern IDW ish. Um, so yeah, I-, I think he knocked it out of the park. Uh, two that completely are fine is how I describe them, are the two new redeco remolds of Ironhide. One of them is an exclusive that we forgot to talk about, because he's Ratchet. Did you see the MediBay mode they're trying to sell with Ratchet? Hey, I think that's neat. I think it's pretty neat, but also, I think it's hilarious. I think it is inspiring the confidence with which they presented that MediBay mode. hmm What with his arms just chilling out on the sides. Well, it's the side platforms of the med bay. Come on, right with fists. Yeah, uh, so that that is Ratchet is an exclusive to someone. Was it Walmart or was it some, was it Walgreens? Walgreens, Walgreens because
2: it's a pharmacy. He's a medic, and it's at a pharmacy. Oh
0: god, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, so he he's coming out there. Uh, he's got a new weapon, I believe. That looks like a new weapon.
2: Couple new
0: pieces. Yeah,
2: because um, he he's got like some sort of tower medical scanner thing that looks like it can come apart into a couple three parts.
0: Yeah, and that, that should be fun with the with the Siege system. Like, I bet it's all got a lot of interconnectability. Um, he's also, like, you know, we were talking about this at TFCon. He's a great buck upon which to do some repaints, because he looks ex- excessively solid white. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost a shame he's a Walgreens exclusive, because it's like that's the one that you'd want to buy a couple copies of, uh, to be honest. Um, and then alongside him is Crosshairs, who is another Ironhide redeco of a Target Master, uh, with a new head. But I believe Ironhide's weapon—that's the, the thing that turns into a hammer. I don't actually have Ironhide yet, but that—that that looks like the thing that turns into a hammer. Yeah, the little. Yeah, that's, uh, yes, that, yeah. that's his launcher. Yeah. Uh, Crosshairs colors friggin' spot on. Those look like Tampograph stickers. I love it when they do that. Um, so uh, but, like the two of them. This is a weird thing. I've now seen three different versions of that Ironhide toy. I have yet to ever hold one. So I don't actually know how I how much I care about more versions of them yet. Uh, but they all look pretty solid, so I will defer to you guys. Um, Aaron, I know you have at least one Ironhide, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've got Ironhide. He's a solid mold. Yeah. His his launcher hammer thing is a little heh for me, but... It's like... He, it, almost has the handles to hold it like he's swinging it like a hammer, but it has the weird, like, hook thing on the back of it. Oh, the, the
0: knuckle guard, almost?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, are you feeling like... That, that almost becomes like a, a a shoulder brace if it was a true Truon rifle, but you can't get it to brace up against anything, and it just kind of gets in the way. You're
0: like, if I had one more wrist joint? Yeah. Yeah. Are Are you feeling any pull towards ratchet or crosshairs?
2: Oh, uh, ratchet, maybe just to have the the pairing of them. Yeah. Um, probably not crosshairs, but it. I mean, crosshairs looks good. If it is that bright blue and bright yellow, that is a very like striking color scheme.
0: I'm curious Quite, about what the blue. Oh yeah, wait, wait a second. What yellow are you talking about?
2: Or it's blue and red? Oh boy, sorry.
0: You know what's worse is I glazed over that and I was just like, oh yeah, yellow. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious if if it's going to be that that bright because that's obviously still painted on and if blue Mm -hmm. is the plastic color that's one that usually ends up dulling down a bit yeah Um, also it's kind of funny that there's a whole bunch of red on him given that his other version out is also extremely red Uh, Mm -hmm. TJ how are you feeling about about the, the Ironhide cousins here? well my only
1: source for a ratchet that pleases me, anyway, was Universe Two, and I've gone on about my feelings about that mold. But mm-hmm. hey, it it looked like Ratchet, so it did the job at the time. This one far exceeds. Yeah. This this is the ratchet I need in my shelves, so that one is a must-have for me. Hmm. Uh. Ross Hairs is a. Uh, I think I'm taking something about that toy personally because <laughs> I had crosshairs as a kid. I still have my original crosshairs from childhood and there's just something about seeing him as a space van that just irks me because <laughs> he's supposed to be in this like space dune buggy like he's yeah. supposed to be an off-road looking vehicle and you know the robot mode looks fine you know that's that's basically him in rebirth mm-hmm. oh so, like okay you got that one you got that point down and then i just look at that vehicle mode and go
0: no that is absolutely not what he should look like think of him as crosshairs before crosshairs found out what dunes were when he just lived in the city (laughs) yeah this is this is this is a more this is a more demure younger crosshairs he's got you know more of a naive outlook on the world he's like well i should have a roof what roll roll bars? That's those are for for uh Hellions. Those are for for Ragamuffins, not me. Um I would just like to find Ironhide right now. That's my main thing I'd like to do. Uh Alpha Magnus gave gave me some really cool 3D printed uh wheels with tires to put onto that toy. And uh I somehow feel guilty and responsible that I don't have a figure to put them on right now. <laughs> Uh so I, I'm 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 mostly just wanting to find Ironhide, but hey, nothing wrong with these two crosshairs. Here's the thing about crosshairs. It's like he's doing nothing wrong. It's like the only thing he's doing wrong is being crosshairs.
3: Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. sounded
0: way more harsh than I meant for it to sound.
2: So judgmental.
0: It's just like I'm sorry man, but you're crosshairs. You know, like you've got a fan club, they're very dedicated, and I I never had crosshairs as a kid. I often forgot he was a target master
1: yeah missing that too
0: also yes he's not yeah that's true well, i mean and spinister you know has those two little corpse guns but this he's just got Ironhide's weapons like this is really like this is salaryman 18 year old crosshairs he's <laughs> got his uniform he's got his, his roof he's got his uniform His his uh standard issue uh van weapon like this is crosshairs before life got real exciting um,
1: it's that Nebulon that introduced him to the concept of dunes.
0: Oh, it's these Nebulans. They're bad influences yeah. on our young Cybertronians, teaching them all these weird concepts, like spittle and, and digestive systems and dunes. Oof. But, uh, that, I believe, does it for all the fresh deluxes. So we have a new Battlemaster to talk about, uh, who is Rung from IDW yeah. version one, who even has his fake alt mode backpack because look at the weapon mode that is the fake alt mode backpack with the wheel and everything
3: yeah mm-hmm.
0: uh he and he's a battle match so he's wrong he's a very he's a little statue style rung he turns into a thing I think that's the least important part it's more of the fact that they're like here's how we get rung in here yeah uh i i the only thing I'm really curious about with that alt mode is what they call it on the box that's what I want to know But otherwise, this is like, hey, they figured out how to do, like, a a what? He's going to be, like, sub-$10 rung? Yep. Uh, A little, like, rung master? Like, that's cute. And, you know, what a heck of a shout-out. That era of IDW is closed up. Easily, they could have moved on without touching on rung again. But, you know, here we are. He's got the right face. Uh, A lot of people who were there said he had the eyebrows. I haven't seen proof of that quite yet myself, but... You can see him in the photos.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I found a, cl- a more close-up, clear one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean they got him. He's he maybe looks a little bit mad for rung, but I guess this is wartime rung. Uh, I kind of wish he had knees, but I, I'll survive without it. Um, so yeah, I'm into it. There's nothing. There's nothing like wrong about it. everything wrong about it is a result of him being a battle master. It's like, there's nothing actually really wrong with the delivery here, I don't think. The, the, the backpack having the wheel really just set me off. I was like, I can't believe you went that far. I'm so, ha- I'm so thank you. Uh, Aaron, uh, are, you, are you digging this at all?
2: I had to double Nyon triple take when it was, everybody's like, wrong, 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 look. I'm like, yeah, okay, they slit. Somebody slit. No, no, wait, that, uh,
0: yeah. what? Yeah. Remember he was in the background of a bunch of shots we were just like oh look they made yeah. anyone but Rung. they made some orange transformer yeah
2: <laughs> I think I saw a, a few people before the the later like set of photos went up of like what other tar- what what target masters were there that were orange and people throwing out a couple ideas nope you're wrong it's wrong nope you're wrong
0: it's wrong Cause he's not wrong. That's when people get his name wrong. No. Uh, TJ, are you digging this uh this this means of getting a, an official first party rung toy?
1: Uh this is phenomenal. I consider it a huge victory anytime something IDW created gets a toy in the first place.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like that's such a testament to just how good that fiction was and just the lasting effect a lot of those characters had. Like, okay, we can put money behind putting this new character out and not, you know, not one of the OGG ones that are guaranteed to move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Even if it's just a little, okay, even if it's just a little Battle Master, I don't care. Like, the fact that Rung has a toy is absolutely awesome.
0: Like, let's be real. They made all three. Was it three or two? Anyway... The the battlemaster who is man that bends over and is a gun. They made three times in different colors, aimless, caliburst, blowpipe. Blowpipe's one of them, right? I think so. Th- they made three of them plus fire drive before they did Rung. Like, like they went they went to lionizer, interaxidon, and, and smash down, and then did Rung. Like the, the, to me, that that really communicates how exciting this can be obviously it's not masterpiece rung, but yeah boy howdy it's something
2: baby steps
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah baby steps exactly uh speaking of speaking a little babbies oh you got something else for rung? um uh,
1: just like just that conversation just makes me wonder like wh- where's the battle master that turns into my first blaster
0: that's you know, all I, I th- that's all i need now <laughs> we're getting real close i think <laughs> They just got to come up with a with a with a bot mode, and we're set. You know what? Just do scrounge. See, it was idw one scrounge, even if they already said he was somewhere else. Like, let's give him a happy ending. Uh, but I, w- I want to talk about this this little this little babby, this little this little uh, this little diminutive little little scamp, this troublemaker. We got two more spy patrols. Uh, we got Ratbat, and we got Rumble. Uh, Rumble, the red one. That robot mode is adorable. That is absolutely probably a turnoff for a lot of people. It would be for me, except all the limbs are real weird looking with that wide torso. And something swung around for me again. I was like, now he's adorable. Um... So it's cool. We're getting more spy patrols. Uh, Aaron, we talked to Drew Nilosko, who implied there'd be at least one more spy patrol member in the next Siege TCG wave. Huh. I wonder what they are. I, I, so I thought he said one. And then I've I just finished going through that thing. And he said at, at least, least one. And I was like, uh oh, well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think these look great. Like, obviously, if you have problems with how Rumble looks, I, I'm not going to disagree with you because they're very obvious. But they made him look like a little babby. I don't know. I think it's kind of cute, and uh, and you know, rat bat. They managed to get a, a decent-looking bat shape out of a square, or, sorry, rectangle, and that's kind yeah. of all you can expect out of a mainline rat uh, rat bat these days. So, congrats to him. I think I think these look fine. Um, Aaron, how are you feeling about these two? Uh, I'm, I'm Unless not I not sure. In- and
1: he's in shock. N- He's in yeah, dead shock.
2: Uh, I'm I'm here, aren't I? I yeah. right I, now. I was gonna say I the uh, the the thickness of uh, Rumble is is something. Yeah. But again, it's you're turning into a rectangle with a very defined like size and space to play with, and trying to meet a different form. You, 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 they did it. They they checked the boxes for sure.
0: He's like a video game character who looks really angry and ready to fight someone about where the hell are my biceps. <laughs> like, he just looks like he's ready to start something about this. He's like, he's like y'all, my biceps and my kneecaps are missing. What just happened? Everything else about me is here.
2: <laughs> well, this is before they came to Earth and they're entirely <laughs> sure about what bipedal locomotion looks like. <laughs> just
0: waving his little arms around like sticks. Like, I would have... Where are my biceps? (laughs) Um, TJ, how are you feeling about uh, Rumble and Ratbat?
1: I mean, the dumpy proportions did kind of get me at first. Like, It's just a little bit odd. Yeah. But
0: I'm getting used to it now. It's just something about it, right? Like, to me, it's... Absolutely a critique, but but because it all happened in a certain way, it turned into character, somehow.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just... He's like it's Mario
0: almost... before Mario gets the mushroom.
1: <laughs> okay, that's weird. <laughs> y- you know what? You just sold me on this. I'm totally into this now. <laughs> that is such a good way to put it.
0: It's it's true. Some about it. It's like it's like there are bad proportion toys, but then there's ones where it's like, you know, even if these are bad proportions, somehow the toy is owning it. And Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and and oh, he got gosh. me.
1: You know, I've got the masterpiece version that could be like the post mushroom version. Like I need them side by side now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, grab that masterpiece one. That's like when he that's when he's found the mega mushroom. That's when he's come to Earth once mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, you bend your arms crazy. I'm going to try doing that." Uh I like to imagine all that mass is just in there. He just doesn't understand that he could be using it for that. <laughs> um Okay, look.
1: All of Soundwave's tapes are are like an animal of some sort. Until last week I thought I was a gorilla.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "I thought I was a gorilla. I thought it was I thought I was an orangutan." Uh But it turns out I'm super close to being just a fully bipedal elbows and knees character. So he's a little bit taller. Um, Also, I like that y'all are just with me now that he's red and his name is Rumble. No one's disagreeing. It's wonderful.
1: It's what Hasbro
0: does. They always defer to the toy colors. Yeah. Also, it's just better because it alliterates. Uh, I like saying that declaratively because I used to be afraid about my opinions on Rumble being red. But now I feel emboldened. Um. There go, a few more podcast listeners. Uh, I just forgot, there was one more battle master here, but it is, for all that guff I was getting about repainting the man-bends-in-half gun characters, it is just one of those in silver, and I don't, I don't even know what his name is. He's silver, he's got a black chest and a blue face, his effect parts are green, and he, he's Fire Drive, I think. He bends in half, and he's a gun. Anyway, if you want him, you're already a pre-order. I mean, it's a, do you guys have anything you want to say about him? Did do, do you know his name? I
1: mean, No. I was going to make I, a point about Rat Bat, but sure.
0: Oh, sorry. I got so carried away with that with that Mario thing, I forgot about Rat Bat. <laughs> I'm sorry about Rat Bat's kind of the accessory in that two-pack, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> I don't think he is. Oh, I really, really don't
1: think he is Really? because well, okay. So, okay. We we got a Rumble Frenzy mold in the works, so, you know, expect like expect Frenzy and Buzzsaw down the line. Oh, yeah. But you just think everyone forgets Ratbat. Because, you know, you know who wasn't in the Masterpiece pack every time they released that at Toys R Us was Masterpiece Ratbat.
0: Oh, my God. And hey. I literally just referenced that with Sound Blaster.
1: Yeah. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who never gets a new toy? Do you, you, know, you want to know which cassette never gets reissued in this age where the dino cassettes are getting reissued? It's freaking Ratbat.
0: It's true. It's true. I keep thinking about Senator Ratbat, and I keep forgetting that he eventually becomes a bat. And so I'm just like, no, the Mastermind Creations just revealed their Senator Ratbat toy at, at TFCon. It's fine; they're doing a Ratbat. So I'm I'm thrilled that hey, a surprisingly
1: successful leader of the Decepticons in the comic book is actually getting a new toy
0: with uh with flappable, somewhat wings. Flappable, flappable. somewhat. Like, they go outwards at the top and they bend in the middle. You can get kind of a flap going on. It's kind of like the G1 flap, I guess. The transformation joint flap? Yes, yes. That I, I guess if we're going to pull the curtain back, yes, that is basically what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Ratbat Rat deserves it. Um, I I agree with you, especially given that I accidentally demonstrated the problem twice yep. uh <laughs> but yeah I, I am glad that it is rat bat coming with him and not already buzzsaw i was kind of expecting it would already be buzzsaw
3: mm-hmm.
0: um to be honest i'd be fine if we never got buzzsaw screw that guy yeah there i said it uh now i'm thinking about idw buzzsaw never mind i feel bad about what i said i'm sorry buzzsaw <laughs> who's Ratbat? <laughs> hey. uh I mean, think about Marvel
1: Buzzsaw, the one that like took down Omega Supreme in one shot.
3: Yeah,
0: oh, I keep forgetting he did that. Yeah, Buzzsaw is awesome. I just like him in IDW because he isn't he the one who? Is it a spoiler to talk about Unicron at this point? Now that we're,
2: I should, I
1: should we're, hope we're not. in a different universe now. I think, yeah, I think
0: that's settled. Buzzsaw is the one who lived, right? And he he kills poachers now. Like, in that epilogue? Remember Buzzsaw's, like, flying around in Africa just, like, friggin' murking poachers?
1: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Friggin' Buzzsaw. That's a good guy. Always liked that guy. Never said a bad thing about him once. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Micromasters. Here's the thing that's real exciting. This is one of the first things we saw, too, from people taking photos before the show started. Next, Micromaster 2 pack. I I had these as a kid. I don't remember their names because they're Micromasters, but the turquoise and pink ones. Micro Master Combiners! Yeah. I hope it's not just these two, because this is way more exciting to me than Micro Masters, who I guess kind of are Target Masters. Or Battle Masters. You know, Micromasters can doing kind a, of
2: smush together, maybe.
0: Doing a bad version of what the Battle Masters are doing. No, now we're getting Micro Master Combiners. By the way, way more exciting character-wise, thanks to IDW1, the friggin' Denizens of Division. Like, the, I want to... The only thing is, they're doing these two. I had these two as a kid. I like them, but I need uh, who is it? Vanquish the Black Jet pair who turned into the big Blackbird. Oh yeah, I'm gonna double check uh, that.
1: I want to say I want to say that's where our G1 blackout is.
0: I, I think it's Vanquish. Yeah, Vanquish.
1: Oh. What am I thinking of?
0: Uh, Vanquish and Fire Shot. Uh, they okay. turn into an SR71. Those two. Uh, now that they've okay. opened this, they ugh. yeah. Anyway, uh, I was thinking the one that turned into the Concord. Ah, no, yeah, the the Vanquish and Fire Shot. I'm making demands now. Now that you've uncorked this bottle, Hasbro, you owe me Vanquish and Fire Shot. Because <laughs> uh, they were they were another pair that I had as a kid. They were by far my favorite MicroMaster combiner. Uh, and also, Vanquish is a friggin' name. Uh, I want Vanquish and Fire Shot. But that aside, Aaron, you seem pretty into this.
2: Yeah, I had um, I, I want to say most of my MicroMasters were the Combiners or the Combiners with Playset uh, mm. guys, so so seeing those there I was I, I had that moment of like, well, what if they have just like a Deluxe that's two MicroMasters and a Playset Right? You just relive
0: childhood that's what this is all about like, considering how much I have been legitimately defecating on the Siege Micromasters ever since they started coming out, now you're suddenly hitting all the ones that make me all pro-Micromaster. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, so now the only way that I'm going to be a real curmudgeon about this is, like, is like you better do Vanquish and Fireshot. Or even just Vanquish. I always forget about Fireshot. I mean, Fireshot is, is, he's the accessory that comes with Vanquish. So, really, it's just, I, give me Vanquish. Um, TJ, are you digging digging these at all? At least these first two that we're seeing.
1: Uh, so far, yeah. Like this has me excited for the ones I kind of grew up with. Yeah. Like uh, I'm down trying to remember which. Her. Like I I I keep forgetting all of those.
0: I'm immediately going to look up to see. I I, I got to go and see which one these blue guys are because I feel bad already that I yeah. <laughs>
1: But God, I i want to say they had a yellow version that I had.
0: Yeah.
1: But I had them. I had the big orange dump truck. Uh, mm-hmm. I had the Concorde. You know, we're just demanding our own
0: nostalgia now. Just give us more of what we had as
3: kids. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Give me the thing I remember. I mean, for sure. But with MicroMasters, there were so many of them. I feel like that's valid.
2: Well, they came in, like, eight packs at a certain point.
0: Uh, six packs, because I was trying to find Vanquish even, and I couldn't, but they were they were all the battle squad. That's why I had all of these, because uh, it was three of them. So the, the one we're thinking of, I think, is okay. not okay. Meltdown and Half-Track. That was a weird one. Direct Hit and... Pa- Direct Hit was his name? So the two they had on, on, on display there, that's Direct Hit and Power Punch. I hope they have new names. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so the ones i was thinking of uh constructor squad is the one i had
0: oh the so I the autobot at, or the other decepticon one
1: yeah the other decepticon one which i i'm looking at the yellow one now no that's not the one i had or i i'm sure there's a like a yellow or yellowish green version of those that i had
0: because the, so the like, battle <laughs> squad or the three i had that's that's where direct hit and power punch come from that's also where vanquish comes from yeah I, lo-
1: I just rem- I just I was reminded of what the dump trucks' names were: Sledge and Hammer.
0: Okay, that's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. You know what? You know what? That's better than Direct Hit. Like, what happened to this poor Transformer? I look at their profile. He's page. A, he's a very good shot. Uh, his name has a hyphen in it. Like God. Hi, I'm Direct Hit. Oh, are you good at shooting stuff? Well, no. Okay, you're fired. <laughs> Direct hit isn't even the gun. He is the front part that isn't a gun. He is living a lie. It's not as bad as meltdown and half track. Meltdown and half track as a kid, I thought they were from. I thought they were from toys. I'd lost the other halves to. Meltdown is a truck, and half track is a treaded anti aircraft vehicle. They combine together to form a tank stuck to the back of a truck. They suck. Sorry, Vanquish <laughs> is really the... Vanquish and, Vanquish and Fireshot form a thing. Direct Hit and Power Punch form a thing, but Direct Hit's name is stupid. Meltdown and Half Track are just two vehicles that combine <laughs> together front to back. Anyway, uh, I'm starting to get right, way off track here. If they do more of these, I'm super excited. If this is the only two they're doing, then they should have done Vanquish, but I'm still sated, but I'm, I'm not going to let go of it until I see Vanquish. Uh, any other thoughts on these Micromaster Combiner guys that you guys want to want to throw in? No, no, oh, give me more. Yeah, that's basically it. Give me more. Yeah. Um, other things on display, I think we've we kind of talked about. Like Red Wing kind of just showed up, uh, and is now on sale again. There is one. There are those two, three packs which we've kind of let go because I felt like we could just wait till they're out. But you know, the one with G two sideswipe in it, the one with Skywarp in it. Um, There is one more three-pack we should talk about, which is the fan... Sorry, two-pack. The fan-vote two-pack of Hollow Mirage and Decepticon Impactor. So that one got weird, because Impactor and Mirage are coming out on their own. Ostensibly Mm -hmm. as Impactor and Mirage, a pair of Autobots. Um, Hollow Mirage, okay. It's that kind of underwhelming thing they do of sometimes doing Mirage in pure translucent blue. I kind of wish it wasn't that. I wish it was something more interesting. Mm-hmm. it looks hella boring uh decepticon impactor um appears to be impactor when he was like a miner alongside megatron because he's got the mining stripes uh he has a De- decepticon symbol he's got red squares on his legs and he has a completely different head sculpt yeah which i didn't notice till i saw the side by side and i was like huh and then i was sitting there kind of going like was this literally a case of, like, y'all just couldn't decide which head sculpt looked better, so it's just like, let's do both of them? Because th- that's kind of what it looks like. I- I'm not complaining. Um, but then they're... Okay, we voted on a two-pack, right? Like, I'm not misremembering. We voted on... Yeah, we voted on a two-pack. 2 packs Because yeah. they wanted to
1: do Tracks and Needlenose as one of them.
0: And they really wanted to do Needlenose, and we still defied that and voted for Runabout instead. Runabout or runabout, mm-hmm. game or runabout, I think. Uh,
2: One of the hooligans. We'll, we'll get both.
0: Yeah, so I'm just trying to... I've got to go find something on Twitter to help me illustrate some of my thoughts on this. But uh, it's not a two-pack, even though they did the thing I kind of wanted. So I was joking. I was like, it'd be real funny if you if they just sold this as a two-pack and pretended like it's a two-pack. And they are! The, the packaging is laid out like a two pack. It is featuring two figures with two character artworks, because they're holding mm-hmm. the third one in part. So there's a third figure in the fan vote two pack that we didn't vote for. Uh, and I was just sitting there going, like, what if it's just like, like this dude just showed up and everyone involved is like, what? The, who are you? Where did you come from? They just tear him a
2: hat in half
0: for his pieces. Yeah. Well, so he's Power Dasher Aragon. Uh, redeco with a new head of cog, hinting at something that was apparently ruined, which is which uh, rumored, which is that ruined, uh, rumored, which is that the 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 weaponizers might all get redone as the power dashers with new heads. Uh, Aragon was the name that he came out as in the Diaclone line. Someone was telling me, if I recall that correctly. Uh, but like I, I was starting, I was sitting there going, like, okay, this is all just creating the character for me of who these power dashers are now. Is like. They just show up like something's going on. We finally did it. And then like a power dasher is not only there, but but they're they're really loudly thanking everyone for all the support and and telling everyone they did a great job. Uh, If anyone goes like, pardon me, who are you? They just start laughing really loud and never actually answer the question of who they are. Uh, And like they just they just always take. In my, in my fully approved canon, they just show up, they act like they're supposed to be there, they take precisely partial credit for the achievement of the hour, and nobody else present has any idea who they are or how they got there. So, like, this is canon now. Uh, you know in Transformers the movie, right? Everyone's cheering, they're chanting till all are one, and we move, move up to orbit to see Unicron's head? Mm-hmm. So, so, real canon... Uh, if you didn't go up to orbit to, to watch the credits, if you stayed down on the surface, all those chances like, abruptly stopped when a power dasher clapped a hand on Rodimus's shoulder and just began congratulating both himself and everyone else for achieving peace on Cybertron. Uh, also, this is absolute canon. Moments after Diatlas accepted supreme commandership of the Cybertrons from Star Saber, the end of Zone, uh, the OVA, uh, turned around to face the crowd of Autobots and, and give them a, a speech... Power Dasher stepped straight in front of him, clapping really loudly. Uh, turned to thank him for taking on that role, because a Power Dasher, right? Power Dasher's have no time for command. So so thank you, Diatlas, for for handling this. I'm endlessly entertained by this friggin' Power Dasher who just showed up in, in the fan vote two-pack and turned it into, quote, the fan vote three-pack. Like... <laughs> anyway. Uh, I really like the new head they did for him. It's just, we didn't vote for this! Who is this?! Where you,
2: anyway you're putting so much extra effort into this man i it's it's the, this is the stuff I'm that, not sure if I'm happy for you or concern this
0: is the stuff that inspires me these like these inexplicable character appearances uh they're they're like my they're like my my uh what do you call it that that uh ambrosia they're my ambrosia uh anyway Aaron how are you feeling about the fan vote th- uh, uh quote unquote two pack I've got one on order all right what are you gonna do with Mirage
2: uh i don't know
0: yeah <laughs> that's everyone's answer
2: some like back-to-back thing maybe or
0: I, I don't know uh are you ordering it for mirage or impactor at this point or is aragon the one who kind of got you
2: um impactor and aragon i think all right
0: Mir- mirage is sure there oh my god i'm coming up with another canon already this is full cannon. they were looking at the two-pack Everyone was real happy about it. Mirage was just so friggin' happy. And no one had the heart to tell him, like... When you're just translucent blue, you're boring as all hell. Like, everyone's gonna hate this two-pack. And it's because of you, Mirage. You and your stupid, non-aerodynamic ultimate. Everyone hates... We can't tell him he's so happy. Uh, uh, and then a power dasher shows up. It's like, hey guys, don't worry. I'll take part. Then people will want it. And it's true. It worked on Aaron. Aaron, you can agree with this, right? Like, this is canon. This is... Sure. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> tj how you how you feeling about the fan vote it ke- pack? it keeps the show moving whatever i gotta do hell yeah
1: <laughs>
2: i love the def.
0: hell yeah defeat uh tj how you feeling about the fan vote pack uh
1: i'm not really thrilled with it uh i will save the listeners uh another rant about translucent plastic uh i don't really find any need for that impactor
0: I feel like this two pack had its sales um absconded by the the solo deluxe versions of both figures, yeah yeah like i i like I like the two pack impactor head more, but like yeah like blue I don't even dislike a translucent figure, it's just translucent blue mirage is kind of just inherently really boring. <laughs> Like all the display ideas are like what Aaron said. I put him in the same pose but have him back to back. I don't know, that's me anyway. I know there's folks who dig it and all the power to you, but yeah.
1: I do think there I do think there is something a little bit a little bit fishy maybe about going okay a fan there's someone who voted in that fan vote going, okay, who am I willing to pay forty bucks for? Well, I hope I hope you wanted to pay sixty. Uh, you're you're gonna eat another figure
0: I, I mm-hmm. feel like there's a really weird story about this that we need to learn someday how, how unless they said something at the panel and no one reported it how all of a sudden this was a three pack <laughs> like it was already really weird seeing the, the fan vote two pack figures in a deluxe wave and we were just like oh I guess that's them but it's like no no it's a three the three pack is still here we're like no two pack no no the three pack the three pack, it's like they're just straight up gaslighting. <laughs> the three pack feels, you voted for with the power dasher in it. Yeah. Like, Look what, at all what? the
1: exclusives and multi-packs, it kind of feels like they're trying to hit like little mini price points, just like all the way across the board. Yeah. Because like somewhere between yeah. like somewhere between like Okay, thirty bucks for a Voyager. Okay, we got you know we got forty dollar packs for like Skywarp. And then like moving on like leader then set like this then this
2: 80 for the for the rainmakers and now n- and then 90 for the commanders. I almost wonder if there isn't some like accounting math in there of like okay the the standard retail stuff is going to go you know we're going to make x number of these so this can be the price point easily enough the the fan vote the limited production things since there's gonna be a lower production number on these, like we've got to increase the price point, but by increasing the price point, we'll sell less. so if we make it a multi pack, then that can bring these other numbers into into alignment it there's something in there that is seriously tickling a I bet there's engineering and financial math behind some of these decisions, yeah.
0: That is then working its way back out. Well, and those three packs like, so far, like, like or you know, two pack, three packs. Like if we're, gonna, I'll, I'll include Greenlight Even I think they like for what they are, they've been pretty darn solid conceptually. Like just a, a, yeah. a really nice smattering of redecos and retools that are extremely creative, or at least yeah. the obvious ones that probably were never going to come out on their own. Yeah,
2: it, it's a thing that makes it. At least with that feeling, it's more like those discussions got brought up in the beginning when positive changes could be done about it. Not just like a thing at the very end of it of like, Oh yeah, by the way, you need to add another whatever to
0: it. Yeah. I realize I just, I just implied dazzle strike was a really creative redeco and I want to apologize for that. Uh, let's just pretend dazzle strike. Let's leave, you know what? Let's leave green light out of this now. Actually, let's just leave green light out of this. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm i excited to see when all these are out and we can start getting some kooky, uh, varied siege, uh, you know, fo- photography setups going on. I like a lot of these multi-packs that, you know, this one with this this fan vote one, I I like two thirds of it. And I don't, I mean, I don't hate Hollow Mirage. It's just, it's it's an exceptionally unengaging idea for me, especially with normal yeah. Mirage being something I could just pick up on his own. So, you know. Uh, but that that finishes off all the siege stuff. Let's briefly touch on the G one stuff. Walmart has some of it, just to briefly say. Walmart is getting a reissue Soundwave with Buzzsaw, uh, same price point as the Optimus, which I think is a real backhand to the price point of that Optimus cab.
3: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
0: and uh, I mean, then there's we
1: wanna we wanna we wanna rag on that thing. It vanished from my Walmart's.
0: Did it it get bought though, or did they just remove it from the (laughs) (laughs) shops?
1: No, no, no. I watch. I I I end up there often enough to see like one vanished, one vanished, two vanished, last one vanished. Yeah. So like, okay, it's it's stupid expensive for what it is, but hey, it's moving. It moved in an area where transformers typically don't move very well.
0: Its demographic was, I thought, I think, kind of straightforward. If you thought about it, it's for people who you know make enough to own a house and kind of remember transformers yeah yeah and we'll go like oh 70 bucks for original Optimus. what a steal just go for it like that that seems to be who that was for um sound for the same price with buzzsaw obviously it's not a great deal but at least it seems more reasonable it's like a a, a slightly larger toy with a, a partner toy um, yeah
2: you're, get, you're getting more than one thing out of it yeah yeah
0: and in coming out alongside it will be a blister pack of Frenzy and Laserbeak. So there's more cassettes. And hey, I'm sorry, uh, I I did not see the other photo. Also, Ravage and Rumble are coming out. So they are two blister packs. Uh, you get you get a bunch of cassettes. They have forgotten about Ratbat, bastards. Mm. Um. So I mean, I'm I think this is cool as is coming out. Obviously, I'm probably not going to pick it up because I've been in the fandom for a while. So I've I've had plenty of opportunities to get all of these. Hundreds of times, so I probably don't need to do this Walmart thing, but uh, do either of you guys still need any of these, or did you all get hooked up with those last several reissues?
2: Uh, was it maybe the big um, Dreamwave box version? Oh, yeah. Wasn't there one of those that was just the cassettes or something like that. There
0: was, yeah, there was like a cassette one. There's also the Encores, which were like four packs of cassettes.
2: Yeah. Maybe it's the Encores that I ended up with. I know that I have just a bunch of
0: cassettes, yeah, and uh t j you're are you all good on your micro cassettes
1: uh yeah, most of mine are vintage, though I do have a couple of the reissues as well,
0: yeah, well, I bet you don't have all the dyno cassettes
1: yeah yet. yeah i'm a- I'm a whale like that
0: yet uh this is this is supposed to be a segue uh. Has repulse has a mini cassette three-pack. Now, just to double-check, because I always forget that there's a bunch of them. These are the Dino cassettes that were not packaged one and a half times with those Bumblebees, right? Right. Correct. These are the other two.
1: Yeah, these are the last two we didn't get.
0: Yep, Graffi and Noizu. Uh, They are just putting them out in their G1 colors as a two-pack on a card. That is super friggin' cool. You buy them with a solo-carded frenzy. I don't understand that part. Do you see where I'm mad about Bat now? I super. Oh my god! They're
1: already reissuing Frenzy at Walmart, and then they do mm-hmm. this. Why?
0: I right? really don't understand this. Like, I've been trying to figure out. Like, is this a reference to like some? Is I mean, even if it is, this is stupid. Like, were the cassettes single packed in Japan or some other territory like this? That's, not that I know of.
2: Not on and a... That genuinely doesn't make sense in to do box. It
0: here i don't get it because <laughs> i didn't obviously i didn't see that there were two sound wave blisters when i briefly looked at that so i just was like oh i guess now they're doing frenzy but obviously not so what i mm. <laughs> i really don't get it it seems like it's an active wastes. I don't like saying that, but it's like, I can't... Is is Frenzy different in any way, shape, or form? I don't... I don't
1: know. Like, the plastic <laughs> colors look different on him. Like, it might be like, I don't know, cartoon accurate?
0: Maybe? Because I, I thought... So I also... I didn't look at the name, right? So I assumed the gag of this was a single-packed you know, Frenzy or Rumble, but with the other name, and that was the joke. But... Is not. Also, these cards are combined? Uh, yeah, like <laughs> Yeah uh, What the hell is yeah. this? <laughs> like like hey listen, Graphi annoys you. I'm happy about that, but like it's like someone was like it's too easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is way too easy.
1: <laughs> Make it harder for them. Why would you want to display this in any way?
0: Well, I mean, they made it's like they made it though, specifically for display of Graffy and Noizu and Frenzy. Like, there's even a kind of implied fold between the the like, two cards. What? I need y- to look in the discussion. Power, you know how
1: Power Dasher just kind of butted in on a two pack.
0: Frenzy is no Power Fren- Dasher. Right? <laughs> Frenzy
1: literally stitched and him, stitched himself onto this one.
0: Look, guys, I'm one of them. I don't understand. Like, I can't think because okay. We've said this before, in case you're a new listener or newer listener, we aren't usually the ones to go like, why did they and leave it at that? Because we like to try to make a lot of educated guesses as to why weird things happen. Mm -hmm. I can't make an educated guess to why a weird thing happened here. I don't understand. I had missed it. By the way, I also I should I should be really transparent here. I did not catch most of this extra information till just now. Well, I was like clicking on the link and then double taking at it, I don't understand. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> um, I'm losing I'm losing the track here. Hey TJ, uh, hey you're getting uh, you're getting Noizu and Graphy. Uh,
1: yes, the pre order's already in. Yes, excellent. Yeah. I love those Dino cassettes. I'm super happy that they're coming out in the U.S. I'm not, I can't even call them a reissue. It's, it's just, just mm-hmm. their
2: first release. Yeah,
1: their first yeah. release.
0: And a- then I'm just allegedly
1: owning another Frenzy.
0: Apparently there was a rumor a year ago that there would be Encore, Noise, Graphy, and New Color Frenzy. What? Hmm. And some people are saying that the Frenzy on display has an additional red Dot on his forehead.
1: Oh well. I can't get rid of him now.
0: But his yeah, eyes I... are unpainted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is going on with this thing? <laughs> this is this is the most confusing little release I can remember.
0: It's like a computer yeah. made this up. <laughs> <laughs> this is some computer that's trying to—that's real close to masquerading as a human intelligence, and like this is its first experiment to just reach out into the I've world. Made, and do I something. made
1: an AI look at <laughs> ten thousand multi-pack releases, and then <laughs> asked it to come up with its own.
0: Remove the eye paint app. Put a red dot on the forehead. that's sculpted on the forehead. There's a little divot there. All right. Thanks, Hal. uh hey aaron how you feeling about the reissue of those two with this inexplicable garbage stapled to the side of the package
2: uh like (laughs) being able to get those cassettes as well now i think is super cool yeah 35 Um, bucks yeah woe unto all of the collectors that have the original ones be for the reasons of the mold um cuz now it's like anybody can get them. Yeah, but Not you know, just... you
0: got the, if you have the originals ostensibly Oh yeah, there's mm.
2: there's th- there's definitely cred in there, especially if you I'm... have the
0: boxes. Like that's
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I I know of a few people in the past that have gone, "Oh yeah, this is the thing because it's the exclusive one and you're never going to find these again and now you can go to some of th- those collectors and be like, well, yeah, I got them too, and I didn't have to, like, contemplate that or a car payment this month.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm hoping... My my big hope is that Hasbro Pulse brings a stock of just Pulse exclusives to Fan Expo for the Hasbro toy shop that they always have there, because mm-hmm. uh, I'd love to pick these up at Fan Expo. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I just gotta say, I'm sorry to the listeners that this got so sidelined by this frigging rogue like... <laughs> This this SCP of a frenzy, this friggin' uh, crypto frenzy that just was attached to this thing. But (laughs) man, anyway, Uh, there's also English bios for uh, Noizu and Graffy on the back of the Mm -hmm. of the thing. That's kind of neat. I'm guessing. I'm I'm looking at them. I haven't done any of these like you know comparisons. I am assuming they just worked with translations of the Japanese ones and clean them up to make them read well. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's probably the most exciting G1 reissue news that's left for us to have that, that isn't like really big toys from Victory, basically. Um, Encore Grandis. You know? <laughs> maybe someday. Uh, so let's just hit into the, the last little bits here. I just want to briefly touch on 3A and Flame Toys uh, has some stuff to show off as well. Uh, 3A actually has something up on Pulse, which I think is sort of cool, because that's a licensed third party variant that's Pulse exclusive. Uh, it's up there, Deluxe Optimus Prime from the Bumblebee movie. Uh, there is a Nemesis Prime variant that is Pulse exclusive. Uh, I have talked about their DLX Deluxe figures before. They are excessively nicely done robot action figures in the vein of, uh, Sentinel pieces, in the vein of Flame Toys and Chugokin. Um, Obviously not for everyone, but they are probably some of the best not-for-everyones that are out there. And uh, Mm -hmm. that Optimus definitely has my eye. The Nemesis, I think, looks really freaking cool. I don't think I could really do, like, a pulse order for it. But uh, I think it's a perfect thing to stick on there. And uh, they also had... So their Blitzwing, their Deluxe Blitzwing, is something that I've handled. I've got a video that's incoming for it. But they also showed the premium-scale Blitzwing that I don't think we've seen before. So amidst all the news of the Deluxe... Uh, line, which I think is like a transcendent line for 3A in general. They are still doing premium scale figures for Bumblebee as well. That being like you know 14 plus inch scale. So they have a gigantic Blitzwing coming as well. Uh, if if you prefer that, there there are people who prefer that. I did not realize that till I saw comments on the news of the deluxe Bumblebee, and there were people saying, "But what about the really big ones?" Uh, nothing against the, the premium scale I just don't understand why you wouldn't be more excited about the DLX line it's it's a freaking amazing toy line uh, and it's it's starting off on the best live-action transformers movie so I don't know but um I don't know do you guys have any any uh reactions to any of this stuff or is, is it mostly like it's it's you know it's licensed third party and it's it's very it's expensive. Neat. Sure. Yeah. It's it, it, Very expensive. Very big. Yeah, it's real pretty, and I will never touch it. Those deluxe ones, you probably could. Like, I've told you about them, right? Like, that Bumblebee is, like, under $150. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, $145 on the tag, but I'd swear that Big Bad had them for cheaper than that. Uh, The deluxe ones, I highly recommend people look into those. The premium scale ones, uh, you know, look into them. They're neat. It's just that they are, they are more like Bumblebee is $448 at the premium scale uh and the the deluxe one is just a friggin one of my favorite action figures of the last year and a half like that is a figure because he has no pointy bits he just feels like a figure you could like curl up in a ball and put in your pocket and he'd be fine um can't really do that with Blitzwing because he's got wings but uh and then over to flame toys they are doing a big push for pre-ordering on their kuro karakuri uh optimus prime that's from their high-end sentinel made. speaking of sentinel um action figure line, that is the, the flame toy stuff that utterly excites me, uh, mostly because I haven't actually handled any of their Furai models yet. But uh, that Optimus, um, the mechanisms in his torso that they've been showcasing on social media are simply exquisite. Uh, like, just the way that they took the Optimus Prime torso, you know, they they kind of organified some of the the flanks and pectorals, but it all moves with, like, interlocks going on and, like, just under detail that is revealed and re-hidden as the interlock panels move around each other uh it looks magnificent and i uh really want one like kuro Karakuri is the the line that is for a very specific taste and fortunately or unfortunately that is my taste so uh, i'm way into it um They weren't at TFCon, so I wasn't able to do a pre-order there, which means it's unlikely I'm going to be able to get the pre-order bonus, which is, like, basically a really badassified version of Animated Prime's Rocket Axe. But the figure is coming with twin swords, twin small rocket axes. Uh, The pre-order one's just a really big one. Uh, And he's coming with this, like, friggin' Matrix Excalibur that has a stone to go into. Uh, and when you push on the handle, like, the guards unfurl out. They also revealed recently his his rifle has two different rifle modes and a storage mode. And there's a spring-loaded yeah. hatch on his back that it can store in. And, like, god damn! Uh, so I'm, I'm really freaking hyped for that. But in Furry model, I don't think they had anything fresh to show. It's just a lot of what's out and what's upcoming. They had that Devastator model on display again that I'm kind of excited about. He appears to not have his chest piece. I guess that fell off. Um, it's literally
1: on the on the ground in the photo.
0: Oh God, it is. <clears throat> <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> it's like come, come on, guys. Someone just please, please a put little, it back a on. Him.
1: Yes, anyone have a sticky tack? Anyone?
0: I think it's just embarrassing. I mean, he's a model kit, right? Like, it's, yeah. At least it's it's in line somewhat, but it's also just really depressing to see. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they got like IDW Optimus, who is out now. IDW Megatron, who was recently delayed by a couple months, if I recall correctly. Um, they've got the G1 animation-style Optimus, which I guess is somewhat new. Uh, but yeah, Flame Toys has a strong showing. Their stuff is proven super solid, in my opinion. I'm just waiting for Star Saber to arrive. Uh, Star Saber got delayed because in the delay, they basically pointed out, this guy is made of this many hundred parts and a lot of hand-painted components, so that's why the delay is happening. Mm-hmm. i appreciate that um so uh yeah i want to, to touch on that stuff um do you guys have any, any reactions to any of the flame toys stuff have you been aaron it sounds like you've actually been keeping up with some of those video clips they've been putting up of optimus
2: yeah i've been paying attention to them i keep wanting to pull the trigger on some of the model toy uh, the like the builder toys yeah the fry models uh the fry models but i just keep I, it's one of those things that's like just about every time i'm about ready to pull the trigger on it I'm i'm in a something else going on stage and well man uh i'd like to be have more build space build like feel and then i remember like you can you can buy a model and put it on the shelf with some of the other views you have and then i have a long argue with argument with myself that ends up with me not buying it so
0: with model kits I think it's really dangerous to be buying them if you're not actively building them yeah um so i I would say yeah if you if you' and,
2: and that's what I'm trying to be much better about than I have been in the past with yeah with some of those purchases of like i'm I'm just gonna like wait until that that like that mood that feeling is really really in and then maybe i'll I'll order two or three of these so that I get them all built while I have that that Jones and going on.
0: Yeah. I, I unfortunately made some, what was it last year? I bought a couple Gundams cause I was kind of hot on some Gundams. I was, I was messing with in Victoria and I still haven't built them. And so mm-hmm. that's created the Lego situation for model kits now where I'm like outside of some super mini plas, like I am, I am not letting myself buy model kits until I build some of those Gundams. And, uh, some of those Gundams, I probably am just going to get rid of, but it's mostly like the cheapo ones that <laughs> no one cares about. Like there are some that I, I do want to build them. Because they are really cool mm-hmm. transforming models. Uh, I just haven't made the time. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's been what's up with, with Furai model. Uh, as far as I know, they are excellent kits. I just I, I know that I would not yet have the time to build them. And they're quite readily available from what I've seen. Like, Bluefin is distributing yeah. them to North America. So, um, DJ, any thoughts on any of the Flame Toy stuff yourself? Have you been eyeballing any of those model kits?
1: Um... May or may not have come home from Metrocon with one.
0: Hey. Uh, hey. And
1: super looking forward to uh, the Autobot Megatron kit is yeah. imminent. But I, yeah, um, I really dig those kits. You know, um, I do. The, seeing some of these like I'm not big on the big anime look for Optimus, but you know what? If. I could get a hold of that nemesis, like that's kind of a perfect little fit for him.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He's got like those kind of violent angles, I think, are really accentuated by the, the Nemesis aesthetic.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Which just realized to me like like that such a missed opportunity is like we never got
0: like IDW Megatron versus Nemesis Prime. They were, never really had a Nemesis in IDW, did they? No, oh no, I no. mean yeah, they, they had the guy who changed his name to Nemesis.
3: Yeah, but, but yeah,
1: but we yeah, but like we we have a universe where it was a good Megatron. I wanna see him fight the evil optimum. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that'll be re- relegated to my Flame Toys collection now. Yeah. But yeah, uh,
0: that's like, we're good, good.
1: Yeah, like I really like I really like the kits. They're very solid. I'm really looking forward to that Devastator.
0: Yeah, that Devastator uh actually the fact that his chest plate fell off it revealed kind of i didn't realize that he had like those full wheels underneath his like armpits basically mm. uh that aesthetic is really working for me like it, it's a very you know pelvic super robot aesthetic but i like that aesthetic and yeah i think it, it's really fascinating on so on devastator like he's just asymmetrical in every way shape and form See, um, i think
1: that's one reason why this model appeals to me so much is like one reason I have a little bit of like tendency to put off building a robot model kit is so I'm I'm gonna be stuck doing the leg again. I'm gonna be stuck doing the arm again. It gets a little bit yeah. repetitive. Yeah. Devastator doesn't quite have that problem.
3: Mm-hmm. So yeah. That
1: makes him a little bit more of an interesting build to me.
0: Sorry, I was just getting, I just realized something. The drift that's in front of Devastator is a model kit drift and not the Kurokara Kuri drift. So they've got an affordable drift coming out as a kit as well.
1: Okay, that, okay, uh, didn't realize that either.
0: Yeah, I was just double taking, because I was like, wait a second, if that's the drift I have, he should be a lot bigger than that Devastator. So is that one new? I, I feel like maybe they announced that, but... I hadn't seen it in a way that I remembered before, but yeah, that the the sign next to him definitely says Furai Model Drift, so they're doing a drift as well. And he comes with Ooh. a bunch of swords, and I am assuming working scabbards and sheaths. What's that red thing in front of him for? All the photography, photography, it's all covering up with that red. Thing no, we is. we talked about graphy already. Yeah, yeah, he comes with frenzy for some reason. Uh. So yeah, uh, 4 model Models got a drift coming, it looks like. And that IDW Megatron is imminent. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. And and Kurokarakuri, it looks like they're really sticking true to like one release a year. And I'm super into that. Because it's like one release a year. They're excessively expensive, but incredibly, incredibly friggin' artisan made. Uh, I love the kind of He-Man vibe they went for on Optimus Prime. Like if you look at his proportions on the, on the the Kuri one, he's got like just beefy friggin' thighs. Like it, it just feels like the, like between that and the Matrix sword, they went for a total He-Man thing with him, which I'm kind of into. Well, uh, oh, giving him axes helps too. Which that too. I love, I yeah. love their
1: animated axes. That's yes, like, such a great it's touch. A cut,
0: it's a cut that I appreciate and like i don't think they've even really shown like the int- maybe they have in some videos I f- they, like he's got leds in in him as well in multiple places and i don't really know where they are other than the head uh so there's a lot of excitement i have for that figure um but that that i think about covers sdcc uh as i predicted that kind of fills a podcast before we we close up um you know we're we're, we're leaving out listener questions obviously i think we're going to also leave out what we got until the next time we convene also cuz some of us still haven't even necessarily touched some of the what we got from convention travel, uh, and you know what? A heat dome fell down on a chunk of the continent as well, and that that slowed down life in yeah. general.
3: Mm. Uh,
0: anything else from San Diego outside of Transformers that really stuck out to you guys, if you even managed to catch it? And Aaron, you were probably just super busy. Uh, uh,
2: super busy uh, for sure. I've I've been doing. Uh, basically three people's jobs at work for the last week. So
0: yeah, I believe what was what was the quote? You took Monday off, but then basically still worked a full week. Yeah.
2: So I uh, so Monday was a travel day for TFCon for me. Uh, the the little bit of TFCon story we'll do here. Um, and since we were going to be gone for the better part of a week, we turned off the uh, AC in the house and uh, got home, and it was oppressive mm, uh, yeah it was it was 84 um Fahrenheit units as it was stated yeah uh in in a, in a separate chat um and it was even warmer upstairs it was probably another 10 degrees warmer upstairs that's so illegal was like, got everything turned on and was like okay did did a little bit of unpacking and was like, well, the office is still open. I've got all the stuff. Like, there, there's nothing out in the car that needs to come in. There's none of this. And I was like, I, I'm just going to go into work. I'm going to go into work. And I had probably close to 700 unread emails. <laughs> um, like, only maybe only 150 of those were things that I really had potential for action on but I get CC'd on just about everything. So it was like, I'm going to go in and just, just clean up some of that nonsense. And especially after hours, I'm not going to have people coming over and asking me about, you know, how was vacation or how do I do my job or who pooped in my pants? This confuses me. Um, and so like got through a bunch of that and, but then still was working uh, 10 hour days throughout the rest of the week and ended up uh, getting overtime working over 40 hours basically uh in those other four days mm-hmm. uh, which hey means i didn't end up having to take any vacation time for tfcon or for <laughs> at least this week of tfcon yeah
0: they no they caught you up it's all good <laughs> yeah uh, um but well DJ, uh was there anything at stcc outside of transformers that that you managed to catch yet or are you still catching up on some of that stuff too uh, i'm s- still
1: catching up on a lot of that so like, I got one I want to bounce off or... here.
2: Okay. okay. Uh,
0: I, want, I want us to go back in time, like, five years, and tell our our past selves, hey, guess what? Uh, a, when Hasbro gets the Power Rangers, and we'll just not let them react to that, uh, they're going to do, like, Star Wars, Black Series, Marvel Legends for it, and the first wave will have Dekamaster and Lord Zed in it. Anyway, bye bye <sighs> uh, Then we stop, and before we leave, we go, oh, by the way, in wave two, they'll have the Magna Defender. Anyway, bye bye yeah they're freaking killing it with that lightning collection oh yeah like they know they know (laughs)
1: who to do oh well yeah well they've had so many years of experience with the marvel legend formula like okay well Mm -hmm. we'll go with a couple of current ones a couple of obscure and then like here's your heavy hitters that never had a really good figure before yeah and then every now and then there's just like hey Go to GameStop in October because we're we're giving you Goldar. Yeah, and or, he's so he's so accurate. We incorporated the damage on the suit.
0: Yeah, or uh, or guess what? Uh, we're doing a putty variant with a Green Ranger variant as a two pack. Mm-hmm. I need and that bef- putty. And before you all complain about the silver stripe, no, don't worry. He's already called Fighting Spirit Green Ranger. To imply that is specifically when we had the Silver Stripe helmet appear on the show.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, and, and that putty, it's like, some, someone was saying, oh, that putty is completely made to be redecoed as, like, the other putty costume. Like, with the different tone on the gloves and boots. Yeah. Uh, like, all of that, plus they, they said at their panel with Lightning Collection, they basically said... We're, they're not actually aiming to to do full teams. They're just aiming to do the characters people tell them that they want, which you know you can take in multiple ways. I think it's overall a positive though, because it means we're oh, yeah. never going to hit the part of like, oh, now we got to wait for them to get through this team. It's like, what if what if they just don't? What yeah. If- <laughs> like, hey, well, we're doing we're doing Deca Master doesn't mean we're doing any of the other SPD Rangers. We're doing Magna Defender doesn't mean we're doing. Etc. etc.
1: Yeah, we're yeah, let's just keep to the heavy hitters like and you know what? For starting off a new line, especially what well, you do. Yeah. And, and you know what yeah. you do? You know what you do? You sprinkle in members of those other teams so that by the time you've got you know you're down to your dregs, people are really looking to complete their teams.
0: Yeah. Like I mean, this wave two has two beast morphers in it, but it's the Red Ranger and the, as far as I can tell, pretty darn beloved gold ranger. Uh Like there, and and the 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 next MMPR in Wave Two is Kimberly, uh, which totally tells me like A, yeah, you know she's popular, and B, you know the people love the Ranger Slayer storyline. Uh, and then like you know double Austin St Johns as a two pack. Those are clearly gonna get single releases somewhere down the line. They've got a Tommy Mold already done, uh. The Green Ranger Tommy. We got a Tommy in Wave 1. Yeah. Um, Lightning Collection to me is like for, for a line that I was actively... I was so sure of it. I was telling people in conversation that that line wouldn't even exist until later this year. Let alone... like or it, would, it wouldn't have been announced until like this year. Uh, and instead, we're, we're a wave in and we've seen Wave 2. Like, I think it's pretty damn impressive. Um, I wanted to give a little shout out while we were closing this one up. Anyway... Uh any, unless you guys really want to throw in anything else, I think we should call it there. So thank you guys for joining me. We we had a little bit of a thing trying to get this recording together because I forgot about a thing I was doing on Saturday until it was already happening. But we sorted it out. And uh hey. Next odd one, next episode, we might do our, we might very belatedly do our little TFCon recap. Uh because we we still we still got TFCon we can talk about. Or we might not. I'm not sure odd ones i like to just say they'll happen as they happen but either way Mm -hmm. we'll be back to talk to you about some more stuff and what we got uh at least in the next episode or two so uh stay tuned for that and until then thank you for joining us thank you again aaron and tj for joining me to go through this friggin borderline abusive amount of news to show up right after double conventions uh and (laughs) uh we will talk to you all later uh stay safe out there and uh don't worry about it it's fine Transcription.